This week on the program, it took 17 years, and this is all we got. It's Bad Boys for Life. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Bad Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, this is the final week of our worst of the previous year month. That's right. The worst of 2020, or I guess some of. We're talking Bad Boys for Life, directed by Adil and Bilal. And you know you're in for a great movie when the director or directors are just using a single name. Doesn't that always guarantee incredible cinema? Yeah. What was the, what were the guys that directed Crank? Drillbit Taylor? What was, what was their name? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's Drillbit right. Taylor. <laughs> It's like I Tom think- and John or something. Like, it's like a fucking morning show. Neville Dean and Taylor. <laughs> Neville Dean, it was not. <laughs> Hello, I'm Neville Dean. I think it is. Oh, maybe is that right? I thought you were making a joke, Chris. No, I, I'm not, I don't even know. I mean, the, you know, the- Chris, that sounds right to me. I think you might the- be right. Oh, what, who's the guy who did the cell? He's the one who was the biggest uh, offender. Yes. Oh, uh, wait. That dude's name is. Uh... Tarsum? Yes, yes, I think you're right. Tarsum, my God. Yep. Have you ever? Did you? Have you guys ever gone back to the cell? I did I, like no. last year, or just because I was like, oh, I want to watch like kind of like a dumb '90s movie, and that was it. Ugh, it's very torture porny. It is, and it's just not very good. It's, yeah. it's, it, it thinks it's smart too, and it's not. See, and that's why I think it's really important for people to sometimes like go back and reevaluate movies, kind of like we do on this show, because. The Cell, that's that's a tw- now a 21-year-old movie that came out in 2000. And let me tell you something. I had that movie on DVD. You uh-huh. ask fucking, <laughs> like, like end of like my final year of high school, Andrew. Like, hey, Andrew, what do you think about The Cell? Oh, my God. Let me tell you about this cutting-edge movie called The Cell. <laughs> the future of cinema, don't you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking saw it in the theater. I mean, the whole thing. Um this movie, I would say, is less torture porny than the cell, but just sure. as unnecessary to exist in the world. Well, I felt like I was living in a cell, a jail cell, uh, watching this <laughs> movie. I really did not like. No, it's okay to like a movie, but for me, honestly, for some reason, this just did not hit any any grooves in my, you know, smooth brain. <laughs> So I, I I think every movie we've done this month has been a better, including Wonder Woman, is better than this. That's my personal hot take. Ooh, I yeah. like it, dude. I like that hot take. Mm-hmm. I found Fresh out of the oven. Probably the most cynical of the movies that we've seen, we've done. Even like Doolittle, I think, is like, not trying to do something, but it's for, they're like, there's like ambition there. This is just like, I don't know. You're like Fast and the Furious, huh? Here's this. That's the but biggest problem. It's like, here's your slop. It's very much here's your slop. Like, Wonder Woman's trying to do a lot. 
Fantasy Island, God knows what, but it's like fun sort of, and it's worth watching uh, once. This is just like, here's your slot. It, it's very weird to see a backdoor pilot in a mega budget, big yes. blockbuster franchise franchise movie. You should, here's the thing. Whenever a like spinoff comes along or something like that, the reaction always has to be, holy shit, spun off from the other thing. Oh, got it. <laughs> Not like when you're watching the first thing being like, oh, they're desperately trying to make this a spinoff thing. I, like, you shouldn't be able to detect shit like this. I will say, I kind of think, I, I think Will Smith might, sh- should maybe look to TV soon. Uh-huh. I think he's kind of zapped. I think the whole thing with uh, 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 the red table thing and all that. Oh, what what, that what happened there? He was like humiliated or something on, what is in the public? Ta- what, what, what is he? The I Black think... Lodge? What happened? Yes, <laughs> it's like a talk it is, show. It's weirdly <laughs> like that. Jada Pinkett Smith runs this face. I think it's a Facebook t- talk show. Oh, yes, it is. It's a Facebook TV talk show. It's hosted it's by David on. Lynch. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah. how that works? Hello there. Uh, hi, Jada. Uh, well, we're going to look at the news today well it looks like the weather is uh, a little cloudy oh and your and your husband will smith is here uh you're gonna talk about uh, your infidelities are you do you have okay. something to reveal to your husband <laughs> jada <laughs> right backstage he can't hear us but will smith is here and he doesn't know why hey jada why don't you humiliate him in public Let's go. I would love it if you had like a Maury Povich type of talk show. It's just fucking David Lynch giving people paternity tests. Okay, Eraserhead, you are not the father. It's actually the devil. Oh, here he is. Here's Willem Dafoe from Wild at Heart. We'd love to see him, don't we, folks? <laughs> I like this idea. I like but it so, too. so what happened yeah. though? Like she was like, "Hey, Will Smith, I've been like fucking some dude, and I'm well, telling you in front of the, the world or something." The vagaries of their relationship has has rightly just been their business for a long time. But yes. like uh, now, for some reason, she decided it was like, "Yeah, I had, I, I've, I've been dating or seeing this guy," and like you've seen the pictures, he looked like his soul had been taken out of his body. Yeah, he was, it's the crying Will Smith thing, which is, you know, not so much fun when your life is being ruined. Yeah, no. and like these movies, the recent movies he's been making, he has that feeling of the guy without the soul. Like but That's been like going on for 10 years now. Probably, yes, for right? sure. Yeah, I guess the Red Table really was the hilt of it all. But like I've been <clears throat> this is included in that where I just feel like he's not here. The hilt, yes, but first you got to work on that tang, blacksmith. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is what he actually seemed to really come alive in that I watched last year. Funny enough, Kevin, you're saying he should think about TV. Was that Fresh Prince reunion? Absolutely. <clears throat> He's kind of great on that, and there's, I think, a really um, sincere segment where he like hashes it out with the original Aunt Viv, and like they kind of have like a whole moment and everything. And you can just see him like kind of reflecting back and they kind of, you know, they tried their best to sort of recreate the the living room set and all that stuff. And you could just see he's like legitimately having fun. This movie is like, you kind of feel like someone's got a fucking gun to his head the whole time. Like you're going to make this goddamn bad. I'll see, I'll 100%. I will, I will, I will fight you there just at least a little bit. Uh-huh. And just because he clearly wants to do it because he cuts Martin Lawrence's tendons in this film. Like, 
<laughs> because like he's it's the first time he's been first billed in this. He's a producer. Uh, Martin Lawrence is not, and like Martin Lawrence is just either I don't even know if like he even wanted to do it or whatever. But like it's the fucking Mike Lowry show. Never before has it just like, and that was kind of the fun part of the first one, right? Is like it's the two of them, and yeah. it's the dichotomy of like he's the sexy whatever uh, playboy guy, and this guy's got a family, but they're both like bad cops, like fucking around and all this stuff. And now it's just like. Mike Lowry, like if you really actually like did screen time, like I feel like it would be the Will, the Mike Lowry and Rita show featuring uh, what what's his face, Martin Lawrence. Mar- yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, Marcus. No, I I think you're totally right, Stephen. What makes it even worse? You just mentioned Rita, you know, and, and we'll get into it. But like in this movie, the backdoor pilot thing that we're talking about is this whole team of young people that goes by ammo, mm-hmm. and so and and that on top of the personal connection that Mike Lowry has to the villain of this movie like you're you're right it is definitely the mike lowry show and i just wonder then if it's like he doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to do it until it's like all right dude yeah how about this movie is all about your character and I, then it's like yeah fine i also just think he's a really good actor so he can shine it on very well like he can yeah. put like he can put on a good face about all of this right but like i i I've, even when he was going big in this i just felt like he wasn't like he was completely disconnected from the material from his relationship with like say what you will about that second bad boys their chemistry is still palpable in it yeah and like if you like that enough it gave you ample amounts of that this it feels like it's completely disjointed yeah, it almost feels like a you know a latter day like Golden Girls thing where nobody wants to be on the same set or something. You know what I mean? Like yes. uh, yeah. the series yeah. finale when Dorothy is in a fucking car and the rest of the Golden Girls are not. <laughs> I feels like even in the second movie they were playing up that you know the Family Guy angle, and it's this is just like the old, you're an old bastard, you piece of shit. Well, well and- <laughs> they they go from being like okay, it's like yeah yeah the the two you know masculine stereotypes to being from. Uh, uh, an old man who wants to stay at home and a psychopath who wants to kill everybody. Yeah. And then, and then, I mean, spoiler alert, we find out he has a son in this, and it, it's like, Gemini Man, you heard about that. You didn't see it because you're a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> How about some Gemini son? This fucking kid. Uh-huh. Dude, yeah, would we have like to it. introduce, like, the next generation of, like, Mike Lowry progeny or whatever? You're just like... I don't know, man. Maybe this has run its course. I mean, doesn't it say something that his son is also like a a a, a killer of thousands? <laughs> Just an like, absolute fucking maniac. Well, it's, maniac. Yeah. it's incredible that the second Will Smith lays eyes on him, he's like, oh. This guy is fucking crazy just like I am. He must be my son. <laughs> you know, that is uh, mental or- mental disorders do run in the family, so I think that is him. The fam this family guy angle not fam- not the now not the cartoon show, children. Don't get too excited. Is it named Mike Lowry? <laughs> Here's a racist joke I'm gonna tell. <laughs> or is it the porn based on the on the cartoon? Oh yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> uh-huh. Really it's hard to tell the difference these days. Chris um, Griffin and Lois get <laughs> It on. Ah, jeez, I'm getting cucked by my own son. Better tell a racist joke on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) But this movie and uh, Fast and the Furious, I think, is all like kind of informed from like Lethal Weapon with the family dynamics in that franchise. Yes. And to the point where it's like we got the reverse Murtaugh, which to ask your girlfriend to do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> but, Come uh, on. Oh, baby, you think we could finally try the reverse Murtaugh tonight? Yeah, I think that's what uh, Quagmire did to Meg in that porno. <laughs> because we come to find uh, uh, Martin Lawrence is like, ah, oh, damn, I was two days into retirement instead of two days away from... Yeah, yes. it's just—it's tired. Yeah. This movie is tired. It, it, well, the, the weird thing is, this, it takes this movie thirty minutes to get going. Like the first thirty minutes is all beginning. You know it's what I mean? Insane that this movie. Because I'm thinking back, you guys will have to help me out with the first one. But the second movie starts with like the undercover shit where they bust up that clan rally and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How does the first movie also start with they're, an action sequence? They're yes. getting carjacked. That's right. Yes, that's right. I mean, we, and, and this one is like, it's a fucking fake out thing where it's like Will Smith is uh, driving the two of them in this fucking sexy ass Porsche. We're doing some crazy driving through Miami. And you're like, yes, here we go. High octane bad boy shit. And then like there's cops with them. So you're like, yeah, we're going to do something. And it's this whole fake out of getting to a hospital because Martin Lawrence's daughter is having a baby. And like at that moment, you just like as an audience member, you're like, oh, now this franchise has reached this stage of shit. I mean, it's the same thing yeah. when we were having babies in Lethal Weapon 4. We got little babies walking around and shit. And not only that, it's like, oh, yeah, we're endangering hundreds of people. To, yes. First of all, you're not the <laughs> fucking father. Your fucking kid can FaceTime you with the fucking baby. Yeah, crampy. exactly. You can get you can get there at seven with pizzas. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like maybe you do second shift and be like, oh, hey, I got some food for everybody who wants some. I don't this know. Is, this this yeah. movie's very hung up on masculinity stuff, so I think it's very much he needs to be there. Oh, yeah. And, like, and they're, like, just yamming at each other, of course, and, like, don't vomit in my car yet again. Dude, like, there is... I did, like, Will Smith's line here where, like, because, like, yeah, with all the crazy driving, Mark Lawrence is getting motion sick, and he goes... Uh, that's hand-stitched leather. You better swallow it. It's like puking in his mouth. I think he even says you should drink it. I yes. Mean, it's, my, my God, it was the best line of the movie. And, you know, at the start of this, I was kind of jazzed. I was like, I'm sure there'll be stuff to talk about, but this seems kind of fun. And it just wore on me and wore on me and wore well, me. I love the uh, the husband, or not the, the, the guy who will be the husband. They're not yes. married yet. The father... This dude, I mean, apparently he was in only, he's only in Bad Boys 2 as this character, and Bad Boys 3 as this character. He's got one line, and he destroys it in the world. It's like, hey, thanks a lot, Marlores. It's good to see you. So nice to see you. Steve says, Steve, you... I mean, yes, but... So you, to clarify, though, Steve, you have not seen Bad Boys 2, right? I have not, no. Okay, so that is a funny thing only because in that movie, so fucking flashback all the way to 2003 that in that movie will smith is like at the house when this kid comes to pick the daughter up for a date yeah it it winds up being one of the funnier scenes in the movie because will smith is like totally fucking with this kid and like freaking him out and like I, I think the gag here is like 17 years on, this guy is still traumatized by the experience of these two fucking sure, maniacs. But I he think he's like to... threatening him with rape in that scene or some Ooh. weird you know, shit. No, he put... goes, he says something about like, you know, there ain't going to be no fucking on this date tonight or something like that. We should quickly mention that previous episode, me, Chris, and Andrew did cover Bad Boys 2 a million years ago. And more recently, we covered Bad Boys 1 on the Patreon. We did. We did. 
just so people know if they want to listen to the trilogy, you know, yes. now the trilogy will be complete. But no, but I mean, yes. like, I get that he's nervous, but it's just like, how's it going? Like, it's, it's like the microphone fell. They had a lav mic <laughs> and it fell in the toilet. And then they made that guy do his line anyway. I, I was, I've was, i never seen something quite so incompetent. That's it's, just me. Uh, it's an experimental film. We're going to have you do your, uh, your lines from underwater. <laughs> I agree with you, Steve. This guy does not seem like a uh, fine actor. No. I don't know why. I mean, like... I, for this movie, I get it. Like, sure, bring this guy back, whatever. But, like, how he got the job in the first place, I don't know. Like, I don't know if this dude was, like, mowing Michael Bay's lawn or something, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, hey, man, do you want to be in this movie? I will say I remembered him. Like, I like immediately was like, he's memorable. Like, he has yeah. something to him. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him. It's just what he has is incredibly weird. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they wind up now it's a party from it's a Heineken party sorry it's a party party wherein you can only drink Heineken I've been to a couple of these you've got uh-huh. yeah, some Heineken of course. Parties, right? and you know Fast and the Furious they got the exclusive on uh, Corona uh, I'm, right I'm very used to Heineken parties whenever I hang out with James Bond <laughs> oh man don't 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 get me started about the James Bond you know what I don't Heineken. want a martini right now I want a shitty beer thank you so much I want one of the worst beers to ever be created I don't mind Heineken in your if you're in a bad bar scenario and it's like bud uh coors light or heineken i might get a heineken depending on my mood but here's the thing steve i totally see where you're going but in that situation my friend guaranteed trusty fourth place is always amstel light uh (laughs) yes uh, i'll have either a perfect martini shaken not stir or a carbonated piss Do they still make Amstel Light? I feel like I haven't seen that since the war. <laughs> well, because we haven't been able to go to any fucking Grampy Werewolf bars in over I'm, a year. Dude. I'm sure that the I, the number four beer in America, Amstel Light, is still still working. But see, that's the thing: is Heineken like all beer is beer, and beer is good. I will drink anything at least sure. once. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I already had my once Heineken. It was in high school. That's the fucking end of it. But they're having this huge party, and here comes Joey Pants. Uh, he's got his wig back from Planet Hollywood for this character. The I got Stallone on the phone right now. He's going to open up the Myrtle Beach location and get it for me. Hang on a second. Listen, they lost it, okay? I don't know where it is. <laughs> can't be in this bad boys movie. I can't find my fucking wig. <laughs> Uh, crap! I lost. I lost. Uh, I, I had Tom Cruise's tiny whiteies here. I was gonna give it to him for the, the for the next location. <laughs> yeah, I kept them. So what? Yeah, they smell great. Whatever. <laughs> Never washed them, but I smell them every day. It's just in his suit pocket, and he just sniffs it every so often. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, get a little cruise whiff. Uh, he used it as a as a as a pocket square kind of a thing. You think oh, it's a pocket yeah. square? It's actually Tom Cruise's underwear. <laughs> uh, Joey, are those BVDs in your front pocket? <laughs> Most famous skid marks in town, baby. <laughs> oh my god! A, a, a cotton pocket square. That's interesting. Oh shit! I gotta go see Tenet. I better wear Tom Cruise's underwear as a mask. Hey, look, I'm Spider Man. I mean, you've got to see my underwear on the big screen. <laughs> We're going back to the movies, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's one ticket for me and one ticket for Tom Cruise's underwear. Yeah. The cruise, cruise, cruzona virus is taking storm. <laughs> we enjoy making fun of Joey Pants, but I have to say, when he 
showed up here, I was kind of like, all right. I was relieved, too. I was like, okay, so it's a Bad Boys movie. It's not just an in-name-only situation. Yes. Yes, that's exactly the, right. The, the problem here is that they jumped the shark. The, uh, Lethal Weapon had the smarts to do the transition to Grampy movie in the fourth one. You're going third one. This right. is yeah. a little... You have to do a little bit more work on also, it. Can we talk about the title real quick? All right, so the third movie, it's called Bad Boys 4 Life. Wait, no, <laughs> yeah. wait, you're not. No, I know it's the third movie, but it's called <laughs> Bad Boys 4 Life. Well, now, uh, you don't understand. We have, uh, we have the next one all set. It's going to be uh, Bad Boys 4 Ever. <laughs> yes. It's just, I mean, I think it's, I think it's dumb and confusing to name your third movie with the with the word for yeah it, no it you're is. you're totally right because it's a totally missed opportunity for like the ad campaign and all of that shit Look, like this could be like you know three bad boys company kind of a thing uh, or uh, 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 Dwight Dwight I really don't think bad boys three life is gonna work <laughs> it just doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> but the thing is like the the second one it's just a big fat two. Yep. Yeah, it's, put, put it's, a three it's on fine. your movie. Stop acting like you're better than a three. <laughs> Bad Boys Three, I'm in, dude. It's fine. It's Bad fine. Boys for Life. My eyebrows up. Like, what are we doing here? Or if here's the thing, you can, you could still play with this title if there was like one younger person who joined them, right? Yes. And yeah. so, and I don't want it to be this, but like, let's say. Kevin Hart was in this movie, mm -hmm. right? So then it could be called Three Bad Boys. <laughs> right, yeah. Ooh. Or they open a private investigator firm and it's Bad Boys Incorporated. I, oh. like I got it, I got it, I got it. Bad Boys, Bad Boyer. Yeah, <laughs> I like the Boyer. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> a Miller Boyette production. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever. They're like, so Martin Lawrence is like, hey, man, you know, now that I got my, uh, they're, they're drinking Heineken. It's a, you know, it's, it's a party for his, his uh, for having uh, a grandson, which everybody shows up to. By the way, I don't know. Like that's like, what did he? Oh, is a grand? Okay, that's cool. I'll I'll send. I'll I'll give him like a a baby's RS gift certificate for twenty five bucks. And leave well, it alone. you know what I think that might be though, Steve. It's like, oh oh, it's a what? Marcus became a grandfather. Happy hour, huh? Uh, I don't know. Oh what? Oh, Mike Lowry's picking up the tab? Yeah, okay, I'll go. <laughs> and if yeah. I don't go, Mike Lowry might track me down and wave a gun in my face? Okay, I guess I'll go. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I'm just, you know, uh, now that I have, I just want to be a granddad right now. I think I just want to retire. And, like, Mike Lowry's like, absolutely not. We said bad boys for life. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, I was drunk and 29. Listen, Leave me alone. <laughs> the only way you get out of the bad boys is in a pine box. So <laughs> That's yeah. essentially like what we're doing here and it's <laughs> fucking crazy it's insane like how long are you going to do this shit like and like look I, I i hold i'm not throwing any stones at all but like martin lawrence did not get either didn't get in shape of this movie or got in better shape than he was etc cetera, etc cetera. but he's not he's not martin lawrence anymore and that's fine because he's an older man and it's just like how i just it's like mike how long do you think I'm going to last on the streets? Not very long. How I, much longer can I be fucking fighting people and falling out windows and getting the shit kicked out I, of me? I look like I'm about to have a heart attack in a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think I'm doing running around the fucking streets? Doesn't so make any like, sense. Then he's like, I'm going to challenge you to a foot race. And whoever wins, if you, if I oh win, I get to retire. And if I lose, I guess I have to be a bad boy for life. 
because we said at that time at that bachelor party, and I guess you remembered it better than I did, man. I was I at the bachelor party was uh, concentrating on the strip club we were in, but you were busy plotting plans for us to work till we die on our feet. Apparently, <laughs> I I would want to be on Marcus's side, but he always folds. Exactly. Every time, like he, if this had actually gone, Mar- if like he hadn't, if Mike hadn't gotten shot in the back. Like he would have had to call Ter- Teresa. I- I'm leaving you and the kids. I'm sorry. I have to be a bad boy for life. <laughs> I- I'm sorry. That's just my life now. I can't. I can't be coming home and being your husband and a-, a good father anymore. I have to be a bad boy. And it's it's one of these things too. It's very annoying in this movie. And it's like, I'm sorry, Mike Lowry. I'm sorry that you don't have anyone else in your life but your job. Don't drag because like, Marcus is like, listen, man, family is all that matters. You know, it's time to make changes. I'm a fucking grandfather. I can't be doing this forever. And Will Smith's like, but if you retire, then I have no one to fucking be a serial killer with. <laughs> it's so exhausting because we're just talking about retirement, the whole thing. Like, just start the movie. He's already retired. Yes, exactly. Yep. And you yep. know, and then bring him back into the fold when Joey Pants dies. Oh, an hour, an hour in. I feel like you could cut the first hour of this movie off. You well, absolutely could. Well, off in Mexico, uh, Eric, the movie is starting. Uh, yes, yes. The well, villain could, is breaking yeah. out his. Uh, uh, oh, I, I, we're just gonna spoil it now. His sure. witch mother, <laughs> right? Uh, from the pen. Wait, wait, uh, wait. Uh, Chris. Which mother is this? Uh, 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 I'm confused that he would have more than one mother. I guess. Oh boy, you know what? I'm just. I'm going to go to the bathroom while you two figure this out. It's actually the who mother, uh, but she takes the witch mother as her maiden. That's right. Today on David, your mother is a witch. (laughs) (laughs) It's David with a big exclamation point. (laughs) All right, folks. Gee Willikers, it's sweeps week. Here are the horny sixteen-year-olds that shouldn't be quite so horny at (laughs) sixteen. Coming up next, there's a young woman who didn't know she was pregnant until it fell out. Uh, After that, an FBI agent swears a white-haired man has taken his soul. Today on David. Oh, baby looked at you. Do dragons soar in the sky and we just don't see them? Find out today on David. Next Friday on David, a little person dances next to a weird tree that kind of has a Jack Skellington face. I love that it's just called David, by the way. I think it's perfect. (laughs) And it's definitely got a... uh... Like a sort of like smooth jazz, like mm-hmm. saxophone theme song opening, <laughs> like a da, 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 da. it's David. Da, 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 da. Today and on David, we summon the demon that is Angelo Balamani. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, every everybody else has like little segments where they learn how to cook the perfect omelet. He's like, today we're gonna learn how to play Take Five by Dave Brubeck perfectly. <laughs> Look under your seats, everyone. It's dirt and bugs to let you know how weird American society is under the surface. Everyone gets dirt and bugs today on David. You get dirt and bugs. You get dirt and bugs. You get dirt and bugs. Hi there, and uh, playing me in is the Kyle McLaughlin players. <laughs> <laughs> this is all exquisite. Uh, yes, but we are in a Mexican jail. Um, Isabel Aretas is this character. 
we're in a laundry room here and and she's like, you know, she stops working and a guard comes over like, hey, get back to work. And she turns around and in this moment, I'm pretty certain that she we're to believe she like hypnotizes this prison guard with her words. It took, Is that what it, happens? It, it took realized, me so yes. long to realize what that was. It took me to, till the end, until right now because I was like, I remember watching it being really confused. Like, is she crying? Is this person upset because she's crying? Like, but I think you're right because at the end she is revealed to be an honest to goodness witch. It's possible <laughs> she's hypnotized them. I I mean, because like the the prison guard is like staring at her in this trance. And then this woman just fucking ganks the shit out of her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he looks like the 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 uh, prison guard from X Men who's getting the, the the metal pulled out of him. <laughs> yes. So like it's a similar. <laughs> I feel like it's yeah. Like they're just like yeah yeah. She's a witch. Get over it. And um, she pulls a Hannibal Lecter here uh, in Silence of the Lambs, where like she pretends yep. to be the the security guard, uh, the the guard, and the guard herself is in the uh, in the wash in the dryer or whatever, like full of blood, and like she just you know. That's how she breaks out. It's pretty badass, but like, I don't need this hypnotism shit or whatever that was supposed to be. Like, you can't introduce that kind of stuff into this world. That it, hasn't existed before. And they never actually own up to it, which is actually good, but it's also like, yeah, it's kind of there. It's just, yeah, it's it, definitely it, kind know, of there. Honestly, it kind of makes it worse that they don't go more into it in a way. Well, mm -hmm. I th I think it's a, also a finger thing means the money. I think if you had like a cool break-in scene with the son like doing a whole like maneuver to get her out, like uh, the mission beginning of Ghost Protocol or something. Oh man, I we just rewatched that recently. That opening sequence fucking rules. Something like that, but like no, it's much easier if she just is a witch and could say, "Yeah, let me out." And I I hate the whole dynamic with her and the son, and he's just too dumb to question anything. Oh, mommy says kill these people. Okay. Yes. This is also the relationship they have is a thing you sometimes see in like action crime movies kind of thing where it's like a crime boss mother and then the son and the whole movie you're like are they gonna start making out exactly <laughs> yeah. i thought they were gonna be fucking for sure yes i definitely thought and then i was like no they want this to appeal to too wide of an audience for that mike unless she was Semption. a stepmother it's mike semption right like once you once you fuck mike lowry and then you have his baby and then you fuck that kid and then have a kid from that kid like this inbred uh will smithing what do you That's think of that Pretty good uh, that's idea. freaking me out, man. It's like a, <laughs> a Russian doll of stupidity. Exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> there is a phenomenon which I've seen in a British documentary when, when I don't think it's fathers and daughters, but brothers and sisters, when they meet each other later in life when they didn't know they were brother and sister, they fuck or they want really? to fuck. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And mm -hmm. this this happens to a lot of British people. That's what I understood. <laughs> they have to make uh, a fucking documentary about it. it. Must be a pandemic over there with this stuff. Ah uh, yes, uh, we didn't know. We had no idea yet that we were. Uh, related. Oh, dude, that's what you call it, Kevin. That's the show. Is just we didn't know. <laughs> oh, I didn't know nothing. I was dipping my fish and chips where I shouldn't have been. Coming up next week on We Didn't Know, another couple that. Didn't know. I want. I want it to be like a quick cut show, like Benny Hill, where like they would ask all like the the nannies in Brittenberg if they like like pies, and it's just like, no, no, I didn't do it. We didn't know. <laughs> I kind of love it.
Uh, we didn't know. So we got two great TV shows right off the bat. Exactly. This is pretty great. See, something good can come out of Bad Boys for Life. So she's like, you got to kill this guy. You got to find the money that your father left you in these coordinates. It's a, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, we got so there's like a bunch of money, you know, in the in the bottom of the bay somewhere. Here's where you can go get it. Use this money to finance an operation to take out. Uh, a selected crew of people here. And this is kind of like a, you know, that's the other bummer about this, right? Is you have seen this revenge plot before. It's like criminal gets out of jail, wants revenge on the people that put him in jail. And then we are systematically killing off everybody that was responsible for it. Not only that, it's so cut and dry. Like, it's not like, okay, so we're going to also like make this DA, we're going to expose this guy as corrupt and, or do something another way to screw him over even after death. But no, it's just like we're going to shoot random people and have like a montage of it, and that's supposed to be exciting. Yeah, a, a sexy trap music uh, montage of killing all these people. But, and like, it's yeah. not even very good kills, I'm going to be honest with you. It, but it's not good. And because it, it's like Miami, well, of course, of course, like an assistant DA is partying at the greatest mansion pool party. <laughs> of course that this random dude is on a cool boat. <laughs> well, and I guess part of that is like, you know, if we knew more about these characters, you could learn that it's a thing where, like, they've grown fat off of putting all these people away right. and all these high-profile sure. cases and shit. I but thought, like, I, yeah, I thought they were going to be like they're hypocrites. They were corrupt, and we're going to prove it once they die. Because look at how they're living with these cool boats and awesome parties. I would be into it <laughs> if that was the movie. Actually, take like he's hunting these people down, and Mike Lowry knows he's next, and it's like figuring out who what the connection is and all that stuff and like that's a that's a movie right that's got that structure to a movie but they shoot him first so he's in a coma during all the actual potentially interesting moments well Well, he gets well he gets gunned down in the street and it's pretty funny it's really wonderful and somebody (laughs) catched it and somebody bless them caught it on video no he's recording the murderer murderer got it okay Mm -hmm. videotaping this crime spree was our best idea Well, it's like those assholes that are like, I'm going to drive through New York City in 13 seconds and puts it on the internet. Oh, yeah, dude. I've watched a couple of those videos. Mm-hmm. It's startling. <laughs> <laughs> but so he's gunned down, and then like uh, Mar- Martin Lawrence has to be like, uh, is praying to God. And he's like, look, you know, I've, I've killed a lot of people, and I don't feel really good about it. And I know, uh, you know, so did Mike Lowry. But if you spare my friend's life, I will stop. Kill, I will stop doing Look, violence. I, I will stop killing. I can't speak for him. <laughs> I, I'm going to continue to enable him to slaughter thousands, of course, but I I will stop killing people. I love that, that line where Mike Lowry has where he says, all these souls will be my servants in hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Listen, God, if he spares life, I will make sure he only kills criminals in the line of duty and he will stop killing prostitutes uh, on the side. I promise you. That. I'll, I'll talk to him. Uh, I will talk to him. You were praying to the wrong person. <laughs> I Whoops. Can, I can help my son, Mike. <laughs> my son. <laughs> there is a funny thing. So, yeah, they do the foot race. And, like, while the foot race is happening is when this dude rolls up and just fucking puts, like, three in Will Smith's chest. The reaction shot, and again, I really do like Martin Lawrence. This movie does him no favors. This movie does not photograph him kindly. Nope. This slow motion of his fucking 55-year-old face going, Mike, is a massive LOL for this movie in a sea of LOLs. Not great. Oh, my God. It It's 
those slow motion things, man, you got to not do that anymore. It no, is laughable. You can't do it. And then this woman, Rita, who we find out used to date Mike and like what you would call it, Martin Lawrence, is like, hey, you should keep dating her, right? And he's like, no, I only loved one person in my life. I'm a maniac. She's like <laughs> at his side basically as well here. I've, yeah. o- I've only loved one woman in my life. She happened to be a witch. <laughs> I, I really wish we could have seen more of this Rita character developed in some way. If, you know, cut off some of that first hour and show them on dates that maybe aren't going perfectly and he starts to doubt it or some kind of human experience. I Absolutely. Kinda, when he said I only loved one person, I was like, oh shit, is Tia Leone showing back up? I was, was kind of doubt for Taya to show back up. That'd be that would have been something, Madam man. Secretary I- showing up herself? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, she's great. It would have been fucking awesome if she was brought she's back. She's a presence. This movie. Yeah. The woman who plays Rita is an actress named Paula Nunez, who has been in a bunch of stuff, nothing of which I've really seen. I think she's, I, she's on that Purge TV show. I haven't uh, seen her in anything, but I think she's fine. But she doesn't get. She doesn't have anything to do. Is the problem? Well, she. Yeah. She is clearly the connective tissue. When Ammo fucking the TV series gets pitched, she will be the anchor you, is that for the next. Be, a TV show, or is that going to be like Bad Boys, Colin, Ammo? I, oh, dude, if we were doing direct-to-streaming knockoff sequels oh. now, that's... I, I would I would sincerely hope that it's television, because that, that other route, that's pathetic. That well, sounds like... Because, like, Vanessa Hudgens is like... I guess she does, like, uh, Christmas movies on Netflix for the most part, right? Yeah. A Christmas yeah. Prince, man. Oh, man. That's, that's I haven't watched any of that shit. It's a series. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, not, not Christmas Prince. Oh, is it Christmas she's, Switch? Or she's in Christmas Switch. Got it. I get them mixed up. Because I haven't seen any of that shit, but I've seen every single Christmas Prince but movie. All this just, Don't worry about but it. But all this just makes me cherish life. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I was legitimately disappointed that this past holiday season there was not a Christmas Prince 4. And if that's another fucking COVID casualty, fuck this virus. Well, well, I will say that th- you keep talking about what the spinoff is going to be. I think it's all just going to be in Bad Boys 4, which is greenlit because this movie is the third highest grossing movie of 2020. (laughs) Two two slots above Tenet. Here comes Bad Boys for life. It would have to be, right? I mean, but when this this coming out in what, January? Yes. It had probably the most time in theaters. Yeah. You know, it was successful. I mean, yeah, it was successful. I guess... In that case, the strategy was there's nothing getting released. Let's put bad boys out. I mean, I was just so surprised that this was not slated for like a better like at least piece March. of box office real estate. Yeah. Like it's not you're not you're not getting July for Bad Boys Three, but maybe well, March. I think the idea is, and it's weird, like this phenomenon that keeps happening, where like you know back when we, because we're grandpies folks at home, when sure. we were children, like in the '90s and shit, like the summer is when all these big blockbusters come came out. But you know the Marvel and stuff, no one wants to compete, so stuff gets further further back. Like I think Deadpool being such a success, I know that's another comic book property, but that being such a success in February. I right. think made everyone test the waters of where they could put blockbusters. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I think that yeah, those walls are sort of coming down more and more. But it's it's just it's funny. I think you're right. It's also a product of our age because the second I saw that release date, I was like, oh, that's not good news, mm-hmm. right? Because it used to be the movie graveyard. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so he is he's gunned down. And the funny thing was, I had the note like, what if like Mike Lowry was just murdered? And that was like the the end of Will Smith in this movie. Cool. It would be a big bit of like gotcha. Oh yeah, filmmaking. Then, you know what would happen then? Then Martin Lawrence would like take that grandson and was like, 
I'm going to raise you to be the baddest boy ever. Well, dude, that's <laughs> right? a thing that happens at that Heineken party. Yeah, Because that- Joey Pants gives this big speech about like, and here's to Marcus's grandson, who's little Marcus Jr. Also being on the Miami PD. And I'm like, what are we, <laughs> yeah. why are we plotting this infant's future right now? We've yeah, also... I mean- yeah, it would have made more sense if Mike was dead, I guess. I don't, the yeah. devil needs a lot more souls, and I don't think these bad boys are going to cover it. So you, <laughs> little baby Marcus, are going to be part of it. Another reaper for the force. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so um, this is and then at some point in Mike Lowry's coma, while this really boring uh, murder spree is going on, this dude just uploads the uploads the hot mixtape of him murdering Mike Lowry on the internet. Yeah, by the way, on the dark also, net. There was also a line that was like, "Yeah, we're Mike's been shot. We're we're monitoring 4chan." <laughs> yes, oh, etc. Fucking internet words that you Grampies in the audience will understand. Yeah, but way before that happens, though, there is a thing that I don't think I've ever seen in any other movie. And that is like, so we have that. It's the montage of all the other people involved in this court case getting murdered. And then uh, the last one is like this judge that gets assassinated. It is very hilarious. It, it it looks like a Hey Oswald situation, kind of like this fucking fat old judge just gets it. But then this movie has what I'm calling a funeral fake out. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a funeral fake out in a movie before where like you have this pastor or preacher and he's like you know say very like somber sounding and you're like oh son of a bitch and it's like martin lawrence teresa is back in this movie of course uh, and they're all like crying and everything and you're like oh shit and then it fucking pulls out and it's just the daughter marrying the doofus guy and i was like funeral fake out <laughs> and even worse than a funeral fake out is a michael <laughs> yes. bay cameo ladies and gentlemen Woof, dude he's like the wedding mc come on i can't believe this i really i could not believe this <laughs> and also is is mike lowry pretending that he needs this wheelchair by the way yes yes, <laughs> yes he is fake out. he's making a, <sighs> he's got to make a show it can't mm. be about his like his his best friend's daughter's day of fucking it has to be about mike lowry learning to walk finally you're right you're right it's just like when uh charlie on it's always sunny in philadelphia went to strip clubs in a wheelchair for the special treatment uh-huh. <laughs> i don't similar. remember that but that's hilarious um yeah but so it like in that whole wedding thing is another big blowout about like martin lawrence because martin lawrence has retired while will smith was in that coma i guess is the idea and and this is how he finds out about it and everything and this is we have the worst thing ever is the don't worry mike lowry ammo is on the case Uh, Uh, like oh oh ammo let's get into ammo because it's it's rita who we've already talked about as the leader vanessa hudgens is her character trait, I guess, is she's a fan of the bad boys. Is yes. the closest thing I can get. Yeah, she has yeah. Like no, no other character whatsoever. She doesn't. She doesn't have a sex life. She doesn't have like you know a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or even like just an interest. She's not into you know like fucking football. It, she yeah. just likes the bad boys. It, yeah. it, is there? I'm sorry. Is there any world where it it's even kind of acceptable to be this into being a fan of a cop? <laughs> like as if you are uh, yeah, a it's, cop. it's called it's called the real world uh, yes okay but, but uh yeah they don't do anything it's just like at least those dead-eyed people on ncis or something like i'm sure they like 
punch things on the computer and say, we got it or something. <laughs> she just sits, she stands around. She does. Yeah, she, she does help out Will Smith in one shootout scene. Then there's Rafe, who uh, I guess Riverdale fan, fans will know. I won't know because I can't. That's like, you know, I've never actually done coke. I talk, make a lot of jokes about it because I'm like, I've got an addictive personality and that's not a great idea. That's me with Riverdale. It's like, you know what? If I touch it, it's just, I don't know. It might be six months later and I've lost my wife. I don't know how it's going to yeah. happen. You're just known as the Riverdale guy. Well, yeah, because yeah. that addiction also leads to uh, rewatching Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> exactly. And other yeah. things like that. We never bothered to finish that underwhelming shit. Yeah, we did uh, like, the first three episodes. But. He's, yeah, this this dude plays Reggie on Riverdale. Mm. Charles Melton is the actor's name. Uh, yeah. And then there's this big... Well, so his, his only trait, though, is that he's the shit talker. Yes. yes. And then there's Dorn, who's this really big, muscly... Who's on Vikings, by the way. White guy who everyone is trying to kind of get going. And I'm like, you know what, dude? The whole point of Bad Boys is that I don't get to watch white guys kick ass. That's the whole fucking point <laughs> of Bad Boys. Yes, I get to see uh, black guys participate in copaganda. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, this is Alexander Ludwig, who yes is Bjorn Lothbrok on Vikings. I mean, and I wish he him was well. apparently in a Hunger Games movie. I don't know. I wish him well, but that guy is a charisma hole. Oh boy, is he ever! Well, that's Holy why they shit. That's dude. why they sit him at a fucking computer for most of this movie. I didn't know, but he's he's the only one that gets any kind of a profile at all. Because you at least find out, like, you know, because Will Smith later in the movie. I mean, it means nothing because who could care about any of these characters? But like, he's like, so why is this big dude the computer guy? And they're like, oh. He used, you know, he was a bouncer on the side and he fucking got into it with some guy and murdered him, you know, and so now he just he doesn't want to go near violence anymore. And like, that's at least something. It is at least something. But none of these characters are active in any way where it matters at all because it's a bad boys movie. And I guess like. The bad boys themselves couldn't make up enough of a legitimate runtime for this movie, so <laughs> no. we just had to give these see, other see, idiots things no, to you, do. You had to have also like a CSI NCIS scene in this lab with the screens and shit. Yep. We but love we're screens. Tra we're trying to give this guy like some type of like emotion and background and path, whatever. But then like him talking about like needing to go to therapy because he's a big hulking guy is still a joke i'm sorry oh no it's, it's a huge yeah. joke it's like it's LOL. a huge <laughs> self-help because <laughs> even at the end like mike mike and marcus who need therapy more than anything in the world are just like well i'm not going to therapy hardy har har because we're guys <laughs> i mean this all just stinks of somebody going to twitter and typing in what are the kids talking about mm -hmm. it's like going to <laughs> therapy miss me jokes oh you miss me with that my friend you miss me with that oh uh, you miss really? me with that Really, a uh, stinker line around here is like Will Smith being mad at Martin Lawrence for retiring and want to, you know, he wants to like work the case and catch the guy that did it. And he says, That fool put holes in me, to which Marcus responds, And you're filling them with hate, Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. this movie asks way more than the other two movies. This movie asks way too much of Martin Lawrence as an actor. He should just be funny, you know what I mean? Yep. Funny and and action funny, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what that first movie is. And and we just have all these like really, you know, emotional like heartstring tugging quote unquote scenes between the two of them, and you're like, nah, man. Yeah, it they just doesn't doesn't work. Spread out some of that heart to the rest of the fucking cast, and let's have a balanced uh, 
group of people here. I, I'm sure yeah. that's what the next one will be. But the ideal Martin Lawrence going forward, ideal Martin Lawrence, the beach bum level. Yep. That's yep. what we're looking for here, folks. Yes. yes we're looking yes. for two very good scenes. He's zany. It's memorable. Like, yeah, exactly. Very easy. I love that fucking movie. I love it. I still gotta watch it. Uh, Another, I will say, another uh, dead nail of a line is uh, I think Joe Pantelano's like, listen, Mike, I can't have you uh, uh, investigate your own case because there's like so many laws against that. And he's like, yeah, it's gonna be ammo. It'll be fine. Ammo? Those high school musical boy band guys? And it's like, I know that Vanessa Hudgens is a high school musical. Thank you for destroying your own movie. Awesome. Yeah. Dude, in the service of whatever loser, definitely, I can confirm, posted that to the IMDb trivia. <laughs> exactly. Like, watch, this one's yeah. for the IMDb trivia heads in the house. Watching this movie, I was like, oh, I wish one of those stray bullets would come out of the TV and hit me. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so yeah, after uh, after the wedding, aka Uncle Mike's big day, does um, he ghost that reception? By the way, no, no isn't he, he just? Aren't they just yelling at each other because he finds out that Marcus is retired? No, yes. he does, but the reception is still going on. And after the end of the argument, Will Smith like leaves the scene, and then we just cut, so the whole thing's over with. But I was like, I wonder if Mike Lowry, the selfish maniac that he is just left that wedding reception without saying anything. Probably. I mean, he made that wedding about him. He's like, look, I learned to walk again. God, no one's going to remember you, bride. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing Mike Lowry, I'm feeling like he's going to go. He's going to find himself. He's going to buy himself some kittens, and he's going to drown them. Just to to feel something, finally. Yeah, traveling (laughs) sack. Uh, Rita asks him to quit. We we go to Mike Lowry's fucking sick ass penthouse that he's got here, where he's like he's he's on a really awesome treadmill that's out on like an open air balcony, and I'm like, well, that thing's getting destroyed. And guys, I paused this multiple times around here. Maybe it was another scene on this righteous balcony because he's a rich character, right? I guess yeah. in the first movie was established. He inherited money. Yes. He's got an outdoor dining room table with, and this is, I'm, I'm checking the angles, I'm pausing, I'm starting, I'm pausing it. <laughs> Back and to the left. <laughs> 12 fucking chairs <laughs> on your outdoor <laughs> dining room table. What's the indoor one? 70 chairs? <laughs> I thought I thought that this table, dude, where they're standing, you're, you're, it is Mike Lowry's apartment, but it's a different scene than this, but I thought that... It was like they were having the scene at some sort of community space for the building and like neighbors could walk by or something. And then they pull out, uh, you know, to a wider shot of the building and you can see the treadmill and everything. And I was like, oh, no, that's just his apartment. Mm -hmm. And what is with this table? He lives alone. He's got one friend. He needs. No, 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 no. He needs that table. How else is he going to plan the siege on the Iron Island? (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. P- Pike will be his. I was thinking, uh, some sort of Game of Thrones shit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. I was thinking more along the lines of like, look, you go on a kill spree, you kill a lot of beautiful women, you bring them to your house, and you surround them on a big table, and you say, "Look at me," while you're naked, which is what you know clearly Mike Lowry would is do. There a British documentary about that? <laughs> no, I'm gonna make it though. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. I oh so <laughs> I am Mike Lowry. Do you see <laughs> exactly? <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Bad boys for life. Do you see? <laughs> By the way, that is the most incredible thing. It's the during the speech he gives at that wedding. He's like, you know, there's this mantra that me and your father always lived by, and we oh think that God. you you two oh. should you two should always remember this in your darkest day. We no. <laughs> we ride together. We die together. <laughs> Bad boys for life. Say that to your wife. Go ahead. Yeah, that's yes. a smart thing to do. Wait, you're missing the the best part of that, though, dude. That he says, "We ride together, we die together," and then the entire wedding reception says, "Bad boys for life." Ah. Every last guest and catering professional says, "Bad boys for it life." Could their, not believe it's it. their wedding ceremony at that point. Exactly. Oh my god! So Mike Lowry, you know refuses to listen to Joey Pants and refuses to listen to Rita's please uh, and is like, no, I'm going to go investigate this shit on the sly. Whatever. And he goes and meets up with uh, you know, some uh. sort of old informant uh, Manny, played by DJ Khaled. Uh, oh, dude, <laughs> sucks. This, this sucks. This, this is- I don't know a lot about that guy, but I'm I'm pretty sure he sucks. The yeah. only thing I know for sure is that he refuses to do Conolingus. Yes, that's, really? I think, all I know also. I did not know this, and this will have to be explored, but I only knew him from television commercials, but please go on. He very publicly said that he refuses to, to give uh, head to his wife. Why? And I think I think it's a thing, it's the same thing with those fucking old bastards on The Sopranos when they find out that Junior goes downtown. No, no, you, you have what? to, you should go find the clip of it, because he does go into detail, he's like, I just don't do that. And he's like, yeah, 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 I'm the king, and she does it for me, but I don't do that. That should be, if, if that's your thing, that's your secret shame. Like, you know yes, what I mean? Like, yes. it's, uh, like, that's, you don't have to tell everybody everything. It's allowed, you're allowed to have secret shame. I cannot believe <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2020, we have to normalize eating pussy. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I could not, be- and the funny thing is, you see him in this movie, and I was like, that guy doesn't fucking go downtown. Because it's all I know about DJ Collins. That is nuts, dude. That's I mean, he's got thing. DJ in his name. Is is he a musician? He is, yeah, a, musician. He is a musician. He makes beats for uh, uh, many pop artists. His records suck. Yeah, uh, he's, Chris, uh, you seem very familiar. Are, uh, are his songs about his fucking tongue celibacy? Uh, they are not. Uh, I don't. Uh, although, he did have a song called Lock Down My Jaw. Um, <laughs> no, he did not. So Come on. Maybe, no, he didn't. Okay. I think that was Eric Clapton and Van Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, the uh, interesting bit of IMDb trivia about DJ Khaled? Doesn't he pussy? Loves eating ass. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then that's something at least. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm just making No, that I know. But, it, you know, that, that would at least, you know, give me something to work yeah, with. Yeah. Come sure, on. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, in this movie, you get to see him get his fucking hand smashed with Meat Malik because Will Smith is beating the ever-loving shit out of this guy Which while is... he is handcuffed to a table. They, yeah, they've tried to put him in other cameo roles in movies. This is all I will accept, is him being <laughs> tortured or beaten up. That's it. I, I, <laughs> horror movies, you could put him in horror movies if he dies, but that's it. There what was... other movies has he been in? I, I, don't, I don't have his profile. I, I think he might be in Popstar. Oh well, that's different. But like, no, but he like that's what he does. His little cameo yeah. roles like that, and like he's right in like himself. a shitty action movie or something somewhere else. Oh, let me check. I'm pulling. Oh, that's soundtrack listings. Oh, that's not yeah. going to help me. No, um, let me see. Actor. Uh, yeah, he is nope. in pop star. 
did a voice in uh, Spies in Disguise. Of course. Not, not much on this. Oh, Pitch Perfect 3, of course, as himself again. Something called The After Party, which was on Netflix. No clue what that is. He probably struggles to play himself as well. <laughs> probably. The- I'm, I'm DJ Carl. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Listen, DJ, I know. Like, uh, I, I don't know what to do. I gave you the script. Uh, you just keep on talking about how you won't eat pussy. <laughs> well, you could just, just say the line we gave you and just stop talking about how you refuse to eat pussy. I where can't. Is, where, where is cancel culture when you need it? I feel like that's enough. Pull the plug on this guy. I've had enough of this guy. Um, and Will Smith is there because uh, Manny used to, you know, work in like, you know, running guns and whatever. And so Will, what Will Smith is doing is trying to, so Joey Pants has told him like what kind of uh, round, has, you know, they, they pulled out of him, you know, from the shooting. And so Will Smith is trying to track down who sold this dude this very special ammunition. And he beats the shit out. There's this one part which is actually really disturbing where, like, you know, DJ Khaled's, like, praying for his life, essentially, to to the god Mike Lowry. And, like, he grabs his arm, like, please stop. And, like, he gets what I thought what I thought was blood, but he gets pig fat on him. And he's like, did you get pig fat on my suit? I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to cut his head off. (laughs) Holy shit, he's going to cut his head off. And fuck it right here in this butcher. We we've been making fun of him incessantly for the last ten minutes, but I will say DJ Khaled gave me a laugh here with the terrified look that he gives Will Smith when he realizes that he fucked up his suit. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, he, uh, he's good when he tells him that the rounds are inverted. <laughs> yeah, dude, those <laughs> I are thought twice. that was good. <laughs> those are twice as deadly, my friend. You don't want to see that. Mike, you don't want to see that. <laughs> they... DJ Khaled's just using a Russian accent for no reason. <laughs> um, so whatever, um, he takes that information to Ammo. They do a sting on this arms dealer, and she's and Rita is like, "Listen, we're just we're not going to kill anybody today, everybody. Let's let's really <laughs> let's really try not to." And like, uh huh, uh huh, uh-huh, okay, okay, class, do your best not to murder anyone today. <laughs> Uh, but no, that's not enough for Mike, big dick Mike Lowry, because uh, he's... And by the way, Martin Lawrence has just got his feet up somewhere reading a magazine. Great. Great. Yep. What I want in my Bad Boys movie. Yep. Literally half of the reason I tuned it, into this movie it, uh, is just sitting at home in a recliner. Yeah, isn't he almost like electrocuting himself? Well, because that's the joke, is uh, he says something about... I think Will Smith is like, you can't retire. Teresa's going to be pissed off that you're around the house all day breaking things. <laughs> And he tries to, like, fix a ceiling fan, and it goes crazy and flies off like some sort of saw contraption and breaks his television. It's like, it, like I get it. It's TV. You don't have to press it this hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, the, the, oh, big dumbass thing about this, you know, operation that they're running here is the one guy, the dude from Riverdale, is, like, the drone guy. And so sure. they send this like little flying drone into the warehouse. And I mean, it is the most obvious giveaway shit you could be doing. They park this van right outside of the hideout, <laughs> right? And the, the little drone flies out the roof of it. So, okay, if, any, if anyone you know from the gang was outside monitoring shit, oh, hey, this tiny little drone flew out of the van. Those must be cops. It's three but and then, a half like, feet wide. Like, it's not that small. <laughs> Dude, and it goes into this garage <laughs> where they're doing this shit. And I'm like, 
Can no one hear this? It's got like three little propellers on it. It's buzzing. It's six feet away from them. Come on. Right, They're acting so, like this thing's like a little spot. All right. I got all the goods. Can anyone? Hold on. Wait. Everybody shut up. Is that your cell phone? Is, your cell is phone someone ready? getting a call? Is your phone on vibrate? What is that? I specifically said airplane mode during this gun deal. Uh, but he realized that there's no money in the uh, briefcase, yes. so that that means it's going to go south. So him and Vanessa Hudgens now uh, playing the role of Martin Lawrence. Here comes Vanessa Hudgens. Um, <laughs> you know what? Not much shorter than Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Not much. Uh, <laughs> they get into it. And it's a fun. Uh, I actually the action is kind of bad in this movie. It's it. The, I mean, obviously you talk about Michael Bay, who can obviously very much direct an action scene, but like. Like there's like high octane, like crazy intense action, and this is not that. Well, yeah, and this this is the problem, right? You go into a bad boys movie expecting Michael Bay caliber action, mm -hmm. right? Say what you will about Michael Bay, I don't care for most of his movies, but the guy can direct action. And these two guys, these Belgian filmmakers that they have do this, are clearly raised on like well, we've already said like stylistically and story wise, it feels like Fast and the Furious. But this, uh, some of the action here feels like we are directing Liam Neeson movies. Yes. Yeah, the, um, the lighting looks Bay esque, and I think the lighting throughout yeah. looks pretty good. Looks kind of in the world of Bad Boys it, Two, and I think yes. the, the chase sequence at the start of the movie that turned out just to go to the hospital. I think that was the best action sequence of the movie. It, it kind of yes. is. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Like I don't I don't hate this sequence though. I, I thought it was it's got some cool moves including I mean the 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 ammo seller uh is standing there and then like Will Smith shoots a dude whose gun then goes flying causing an explosion and then this the arms dealer gets impaled on the forklift that's, that's not too shabby where is this pink mist coming from is this the joker's hideout like i was very confused by this part it because is. this is all of their like tactical non-lethal shit that they're, oh, I see. from ammo so it's like smoke screen so they can now, like sneak around and things somebody uh, opened a uh, three-quarter uh, pink fanta and uh, <laughs> oh, you don't want to oh do that, also dude. there is another moment where they're you know in the shootout and this dude is because it's like a auto body shop where the deal is going down and there's a dude standing under a car that's on a jack and the jack gets shot and the car falls on the guy that was kind of cool did you say autobot shop <laughs> <laughs> i got him for you mike lowry i crushed him to death <laughs> I ordinarily don't do murder, but when you're with Mike Lowry, it's hard not to. Oh, yeah. You just get, get like, caught up in it. We got the kid version with Bumblebee. Get the R-rated Transformer with the serial killer one that's working with Mike Lowry. Yes. <laughs> hey, you know what? R-rated Transformers movie would probably be awesome. It would be fun. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> Vivian, I'm a serial killer now. <laughs> We've had every other iteration. We might as well. Let, let's have full NC-17. I want to see yeah. those fucking headlights. Hey, that now there's Crash, dude. Come with me, Mike Lowry. I'm going to eat this hospital. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so of course, Joey Pants is fucking furious. You know, he's like, I told you that you were, uh, you know, just supposed to be uh, 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 like, you know, monitoring stuff with ammo, not to get involved with anything. And, you know, Will Smith is kind of trying to play it as like, well, they were going to shoot first, Captain. We had to do something about this. 
So then at what point does um, Joy Pants uh, take him to his daughter's basketball game? Is that is that soon? I think that's about right here, right? It's it's kind of around here, yeah, because the only thing else that really happens, we have a not great scene where Martin Lawrence gets a call from an old informant oh, who's right. like, you know, you got to get Mike Lowry down here, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole hilarious thing where, like, Mike is embarrassed to be riding in Martin Lawrence's like family van or whatever it is. And the snitches thing is like, oh, the guy that shot Mike Lowry is also after me, the exact same guy, I swear. Yes, oh, right. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it is, it's kind of funny because like Will Smith is busting his ass the whole time. Like we need to get there. He said, you know, Remy, I think is the guy's name. He's like, Remy said it was an emergency. He's not going to wait around forever. They dropped the grandson off at, with, with Teresa. It's a whole thing. But the, the, the gag I do like is they get out of the car and he's been kvetching about them running late. And as soon as they park, this dude, Remy just falls dead on the car. Kind of you, funny. You can't go wrong with the good body on a car gag. Yeah, yeah. I really, and, uh, I think it always works. You get but, your, and I'm not sure if it's in the second movie. You do get your bad boys standing up, uh, kind yes. of crane. Yeah, uh, no, they, swing they shot have it there. in the second one. Don't you worry you about it. To, I, yeah. I was calling it the. Uh, it's the bad boys. The shit just hit the fan shot. Exactly. Yeah, and um, um I, I do like uh, as a, as a an end to that joke. They have to drive back in Martin Lawrence's car, and it's <laughs> yes, that's it's pretty funny. I'll, no. It's 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 not bad. That like that whole part there felt like we had some some of the older bad boys chemistry. But this is what you're talking about, Steve. Yes. So like Mike Lowry goes to a basketball game with the captain. It's like a high school or community basketball game. His daughter's playing. And the joke is because that's in the first one is that uh, Joe Pantolano is terrible at basketball. She's also terrible at basketball. It's kind of again like I was like oh it's kind of like the bad boys I love kind of <laughs> a thing. Yeah, and he you know because uh, I don't remember if he's like this in the first movie with the eastern philosophy but he definitely is in the second movie because that's all he's doing the yeah. bullshit woosah like the whole time yeah so in this in this he's like trying to tell will smith this story about like a this like buddhist horse story or something and I, all i could do was chuckle because to me hearing joe pantaleano talking about horses after the sopranos <laughs> like it just makes me think of his run on the sopranos and how that all comes to an end which is magnificent I'm a and- made guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I think my favorite line when he's about to get killed by Tony. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, is just like <laughs> you're upset about me eating a ho- you me killing a horse. You eat sausage by the fucking truckload. And it's- <laughs> well, wow, is- he, he's laughing in the end now, isn't he? <laughs> like, oh, that's true. Is that where is that where um, James Gandolfini? Am I remembering this right? He he like Joey Pants is in his face and he goes. Uh, you're crowding me? Probably. Is but that what he said? He has some line to him right before he murders him yeah. in that episode, which is great. Anyway, um, so yeah, like like Joey Pants, this whole scene is just him desperately trying to be like, look, Mike, you got to get control of your life, man. It's like an out of control horse that's running your life, you know, and you, you don't know where your life is going. Like, where are you going, look, Mike, is what he says. Look, like, what are you doing? Look, Mike, you got to stop killing 20 people a day. <laughs> I, it's just too many. I can't cover it up anymore. You've got to get it down to five, buddy. They're calling you the South Beach Slayer, Mike. It's not great. I'm not saying a, a big, a, a full-on uh, cold turkey will get you. Will get you a murder nicotine patch. They have those. <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah, I, we've we've been trying the Dexter idea, going out in the harbor and putting them in the bag and throw them in the ocean. The ocean is full up, Mike. You killed too many people. <laughs> 
The ocean's filled up with the souls taken by Mike Lowry. <laughs> you notice how the harbor's red now? <laughs> Poseidon's keeping them warm for the devil. <laughs> Uh, you know, so then it's like this whole, you know, the, the team loses the basketball game. Why don't you come over for dinner? Oh, are you going to cook again, Captain? Blah, 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 blah. Bam! Joey Pants assassinated in this movie. Right. Just shot right through the throat. This, this should have happened within the first 20 minutes. This I think is, this was like an, an yep. hour and 30 seconds into the movie. It the, should be the catalyst for this film. Exactly. Yeah. And this movie can't find a catalyst. It's like, is the catalyst that he's got a kid? No. Is it the catalyst that Mike gets shot? Not really. Is the catalyst like <laughs> the wedding? No. Still not there yet. Like, this is the finally the catalyst. And it's like, oh, my God, you get to... A dramatic. Uh, well, you do you do because we're setting up that he's not all of a bad guy. Uh, the murdering son, whatever his name is, is trying to shoot Mike Lowry. But um, this guy's like, you got the shot. Is it like, no innocent? So like maybe that's sort of something. Not really, but like, well, that put that in your back. Oh, pocket. no innocence. I thought he said no witnesses. No, no, no. He said. I think he does say no innocence. It's, at okay, some point, that that makes much which more is sense. Like, actually, it's it's we're starting to pave the ground that this guy is redeemable, even though he murdered a judge. He well, murdered DA. He yeah. murdered Joey That's, Pants. He's been in all these movies. Like yes. he's a character. He's like you can't do that. I that, I yes, think yes. The fact that the 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 end of the movie, it's like you know what, you're all right. It's like well, you killed my one of my best friends in the world, Joey Pants. But you yes. know what. You're all right. I think the thing with why they make like the judge and the DA and the forensics guy all kind of look like pigs is because they want to make yes. it easier to forgive him at the end. I think you're totally right, dude. If these guys all look like rich fuck pigs or whatever, and then like they get murdered, it do it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, if if I had a fucking you know if, if somebody who I fathered you know in ten years murders one of you guys i'm still not gonna like that dude i'm like you know what? that kid sucks fuck but, him but it sets up the showtime anti-hero series son of a witch <laughs> starring whoever this is it's a real whoever this is the uh the name of the character is armando and he's played by jacob scipio hmm. any other uh notable acting appearances um the outpost was that there's oh, some photo yeah. Coming up after the ball game, it's the outpost. <laughs> By the way, co-starring Scott Eastwood and Orlando Bloom. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, wow. There's a few, let a... me see. There's a, there's, a, there's a photo of him with uh, American Mike. Uh, let's see. Oh, Gerard Butler himself? Yeah. Hunter Killer he was in. Oh, boy. Uh, Which I, one's that? That's the submarine one. I thought it was the submarine <laughs> one. Yeah. Okay. Did you see that, Kat? Oh, yeah. It's real stupid. <laughs> and not fun like American Mike. Yeah. Right. Just like boring stupid. Yeah, like it's just him and Gary Oldman like John at each other, like over the phones, because like Gary Oldman is like, I am not going to be in the same room as that man. <laughs> well, that that's all he's really done. He's just had like TV. He was on a few ep it looks like he was on like a couple episodes of Bob the Builder in the UK as the a fuck voice is that? actor. It looks like a Lego type type of TV show oh, or special. Or Pretty claymation, cool. I don't know. I bet there's a documentary about people wanting to fuck it though. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. only airs on UK television somewhere. Uh, there is a weird, terrible bit of editing here where um, I believe it's it's Will Smith and he's talking to maybe is it Rita? He just goes, 
you said if I went out there, I was going to get somebody killed. And then the scene, it feels like there's going to be more dialogue there. Or maybe he's talking to Martin Lawrence. I don't remember. But he says that, and then it just cuts, and it's just Martin Lawrence sitting in a chair, like yes. being sad about the captain. And I'm like, that's a really obvious, we had way more dialogue there, and nobody thought that the, whatever the scene was mattered, I guess. I mean, the movie is surprisingly just a tad over two hours. Like, Which I expected shocking. this to be like a 220. Yeah, they're going back, because Bad Boys 2, I think, is like two hours and 20 at least. Oof. Um, but yeah, this is how we get the one last time, ride or die, bad uh, boys for life. And it's like, you have to start this movie with Martin Lawrence is retired. Will Smith is pissed yeah. off about it. Maybe he's got a new partner and it's not working out. Well, well, jo- Joey Pants assassinated. Boom, bang, bing. We got a movie going. Let's do it we'll one more time. understand it. Like We don't need to watch him retire. Like If it's just like, oh man, you've, see- you've missed a lot in the last 17 years or however it's long. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like, it's been happened. almost 20 years. It's totally conceivable that a cop retired. <laughs> you guys keep talking about this ammo TV show, maybe a spinoff or whatever, but this f- this feels like a fucking... This, this is like a few episodes of a TV show already. Oh, absolutely. This is a TV show. Well, I mean, also, let us not forget that they just canceled the other Bad Boys spinoff show, L.A.'s Finest, <laughs> uh, which is Bad Boys 2. Uh, it's Gabriel Union's character from that. Had her own TV show for two seasons. D- no. no. Wait, what? Absolutely. This is a real thing. Are you kidding me? I'm not. You go look at L.A.'s Finest. It's her and Jessica Alba. Oh, that's because they mentioned Gabrielle Union's character in this movie for literally one just, line. Just to be like, yeah, 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 we couldn't afford Gabriel Union. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's just like Will Smith broke up with yeah. her at some point. Wow, I didn't know that. I mean, I feel like I've heard tell of that movie or the television show. Um, yes, Sydney Burnett. Wow. I had no idea. You, wow, I'm having my mind totally exploding uh, right uh, now, Chris. Coming up after the game, who gives a shit? It's L.A.'s <laughs> finest. <laughs> after that, a new episode of David. <laughs> He's talking to Jack Nance, summoned from beyond the grave. Tune in. This week on David, we're doing some necromancy, and my old pal Jack Nance <laughs> is stopping by. <laughs> he was murdered in the parking lot of a donut restaurant. We're going to ask him what went down. Also, because the network has been forcing me, is my daughter too sexy? We're splitting the show in half. Half David Lynch horseshit, half of that other stuff you seem to like. That's right. We're going to be doing paternity tests, Joe G. Willikers, and then we're going to film a radiator. (laughs) Coming up next on David, it's a bunch of people in bunny suits being very, very sad. <laughs> Musical guest, the lady in the radiator. <laughs> Love it. In heaven, everything is fine. Next- oh man, that's a little earworm, dude. That'll get in your head. You gotta be careful. Next, Love it. Next up, we have Justin Thoreau looking sexy for twenty minutes. <laughs> get a peek. Uh, so yeah, so we're working with ammo. We find out that, uh, our, uh, Armando's number two is this dude, Zuelo, uh, who we meet for two seconds at the beginning of the movie when Armando like takes over the gangs. Um, and it turns out Marcus used to coach him in basketball. There's a whole thing. So this is, this is where we use a lot of like the, here's ammo to the rescue. Cause like 
big hunky Viking hacker guy finds out like, okay, it's Zuelo's birthday. Uh, you know, so that let's see. And then the other guy from, from Riverdale is like, well, a guy like that, there's only three clubs he's going to in Miami, this, that, and the other thing. And then like the Viking hacks all the guest list shit on these clubs, uh, you know, computer systems. They find out the reservation. Well, to, so to be fair, they find, so it's again, it could be the, only there's three clubs. Okay. It's, it's zillions. Okay. Uh, let's look at the, the reservation list tomorrow. Ooh. Rodriguez, that's him. Gotta be it. Welcome to fucking Miami, by the way. The one Rodriguez that lives there. Like, it's a bit much. They go by a last name? It's not like Zuelo no, no, is making a reservation? It's like, oh, Zuelo's uh, real name is something Rodriguez. Da, 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 da. All right, let me just pack. Da, 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 da. Oh, my God. Somebody named Rodriguez is having a party in Miami. It's gotta be our guy. <laughs> Well, but I will give this movie credit. Like, I do love the the Miami-ness of this film. Not that I've been to Miami, but like it feels Miami feels like a character in this movie. I, I, I will give it credit. Like the music feels right. Like it's it's super diverse. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's it, everybody's speaking Spanish. It's it's good in that regard. But this They've was always, this was very funny to me, the Rodriguez yeah. bit. Yeah. They, all three of these movies are good by the city to to varying degrees but i i think you're right it it's nice to see a uh, a city on film yeah. in, in a movie that feels as much of a character when it's not new york it, or los it, angeles or dc it will be interesting to see in bad boys 4 when they have to solve only underwater crimes <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a little there, strange you know what yeah yeah that'd be great like the city of atlantis or something yeah. kind of like that yeah. something to that effect. um but the, uh... <laughs> you know what? I oh, think maybe they could partner with a dolphin. It did Florida very right. Everyone was talking with bubbles coming out of their mouth. They were all <laughs> drowning the entire time. Yes. Uh, now with becoming a Miami police officer, you also have to have a thorough scuba diving experience. <laughs> oh, and it's uh, the new police captain, uh, Sally Hawkins from Shape of Water. <laughs> But for some reason, everyone's still denying global warming is a thing or climate change or any of that. Sure. Um, there's there's some terrible shit here before we leave Brazilians. There's a thing where they're like, all right, we're going to suit up and blah, blah, blah. And there's a thing where Will Smith is not having it about rubber bullets. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. But then the other thing, man, oh, man, we have... The whole ammo team singing bad boys. Oh, oh. Dude, my ass clenched right up. <laughs> Closed for business once again. Thank you very much. I really think like in the first movie, maybe they, they they do absolutely sing it once. And it's kind of a gag. They don't really call themselves the bad boys either. They're just like those guys and they're singing that song because it was a popular song when the movie came out in 1995. <laughs> you know? like yeah. and. Yes. It's fucking thirty years later, man. There's or, a lot of there's a lot of references to it in this film. Like when they're getting to the the uh, hospital at the start, it starts to play. Uh, Martin Lawrence opens the car door. It hits a fire hydrant. The song immediately stops. Later on, they're like, "What about the good guys?" Like, Martin Lawrence is like, "Why don't Why not just the good guys?" And and uh, and Will Smith good like, men, dude. Good, well, yeah, whatever. And, <laughs> and Will Smith is like, "Well, that's not catchy." No, 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 yeah. no, no, song. no, there's no popular song called Goodman. There's no popular song called Bad Boys Dude, either. Because if you're fucking listening to the, years. by the way, if you're listening to the fucking cops TV show theme <laughs> in 2020, go fuck yourself. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but so we we go to Club Zillions. Everybody's under uh, or uh, undercover. You know they and it's uh, again here come the youngins to save the day because Will Smith and Martin Lawrence can't get in. Yeah, you know, past the velvet rope, and then like uh, Riverdale guy is like friendly with the the two women working the door, and it's kind of a funny. He's like, oh, this is my friend Mike. Uh, he's feeling sad. He just got divorced. <laughs> uh, but so then we go in, you know, and then this sequence, like, I wish there was a little more of an action sequence in this club. Because, yes. again, it's another place that, like, we've got a bunch of bright, cool colors. Uh, you know, it's packed with people. Could have done some fun shit here. You know, they they do, like, a fake, we're all going to sing Zuelo happy birthday. So they all pose as, like, people working for the club. And, you know, the dude gets away. Because they, they don't, like arrest him right like you yes. know martin lawrence says like happy birthday dickhead and he's like oh it's that guy and fucking flees the scene immediately they say you're under arrest but they don't actually grab him like he's a fucking big dude and he's obviously going to resist arrest like grab the dude yeah um so then this this sets off i think honestly this is a, a decent action piece this is, right here. this is the only decent action i think yeah. in the movie this uh, weird motorcycle chase thing yeah, yeah, because Zuelo gets away on a motorcycle, and they 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 do the the bullshit. We need this car, police business kind of thing. Uh, and you're like, all right, um, but so yeah, a lot of cool like stunt stuff here. They shoot Will Smith shoots this guy in the head with the rubber bullet, and he gets this like crazy blood blister bruise. And there is this disgusting moment of Martin Lawrence like. Be, like cannot resist the urge to touch it uh, and isn't this a thing from the second movie too well, chris well because they're talking about how they want to fuck corpses in the in the second one he's touching a dead boob oh. yes that's, that's it he's yes. touching a dead boob i'm Bart, sorry yeah. pardon me once you touch dead tits in your movie let you're not you're done making movies <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> unless you're michael rooker and the movie is called henry a portrait of a serial killer Which, thank you i would like sequels there Great is a movie. sequel Really? Yeah, with Michael Rooker? Yeah. Not with Michael Rooker, but it's it's with somebody else. I forget who. It's uh, I think it's Steve Railsback is in yes, the sequel. Yes, I think that's oh, right, wow. yeah. From Nuki. Yes. A indeed. recipe yep. for success. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by the way, I'll, it sucks that I know that. I'll try to check it out, but I'm, I'm disappointed it's not Rooker because he was fantastic in that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a bullshit exchange here where, you know, again, we're in the car chasing after this guy and Martin Lawrence is like, Hey man, you might want to pull over when you were in a coma. Like I made a promise to God that if he let you live, I wouldn't do any more violence. And Will Smith just has this line, man. Violence is what we do. And I am like, you are making this movie in 2020 to serve and to violence. Yeah. It's it's so Awful and, and, and irresponsible. And don't tell me I'm supposed to like be judging Will Smith. It's Will Smith. I'm supposed to like Will Smith. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's not a oh well. I don't know who you're supposed to like in this one. Like you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Not. Yeah. It's, well, you know, yeah. maybe it would have been better at the ori the original location at the Antwerp uh, Police Department in <laughs> Belgium. <Yeah. laughs> That was a long walk, but I appreciate it, Eric. Yeah. You, you no, know it's, what? It's a, it's a long trip across the pond, Chris. <laughs> I understand. There is, funny enough, speaking of David Lynch, though, there is a thing where they're looking at this dude's huge blood blister on his head, and I think it's Will Smith just because that's some elephant man shit right there. <laughs> 
I got a good chuckle out of it. Uh, but you know, so this, the whole fight continues because they get surrounded by uh, some gang members because they don't take this dude away fast enough. This Zuelo guy. So then all these gang dudes come to get him. Right, then coming, oh, here's ammo to the rescue. Thank God. Coming up on David Elephant Man. Shit, we're gonna have an. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is going to be here tonight unveiling new freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is here to play with his cat and the piano musings. <laughs> yes, I know when I'm making movies nowadays, they're kind of terrible and no one sees them. So my appearance on David, I guess, is fine. <sighs> and also, I'm sleeping with my stepfather. Sorry, folks. The network <laughs> is really twisting my arm on that one. <laughs> First, ABC fucked me over by forcing me to reveal who killed Laura Palmer. Now I'm dealing with this garbage. Ah, uh, oh God. I guess next is my son is my pet. Is that wrong? <laughs> Man, who, here's a question. Fucking, I'd watch David. I would watch David every afternoon. I would. I would of totally, course. Uh, appointment television. My question. Who is this Steve Wilkos or whatever that guy's name is? Who's this big oh. beefy dude breaking up the fights? Great, oh. great question. Who would that be in the David Lynch of Oh, you know, it could be the dude. Is he still alive? The guy who plays uh, Leo. What's his face on Twin oh, Peaks? Leo Johnson. I don't yes. know if he's still around or not. He might be. Because that guy has a ponytail that could bounce you right off the talk <laughs> show set. Because Everett McGill passed, correct? Everett McGill did go, yeah. Huh. Wait, did he? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'm I think sure. he did. Oh, no, I didn't know that. I, think I, mean, he did. I was not aware either. Let me check this out. No, it says he's still alive. Oh, Jesus. The, all right, so that's Everett McGill. Cabin, don't fucking do that to me, Cabin. You know I can't believe that. Uh -huh. you know what? This might be one of those Mandela effects. Mm, yeah, what do you think he died? All right, so it's, er, er, it's, it's Everett McGill. Uh, yeah, so it has to be Everett McGill. Yeah, yeah. okay, by it's Everett way, McGill. Leo, Sorry, Leo Johnson. Leo Johnson, played by Eric DeRay, is still alive. He was. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought Eric DeRay died also. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know. At least er according to IMDb, I might be I might be like faked out right oh, now. Oh, I but. guess no. I guess Chris and I just wish more cast members from Twin Peaks no, were dead. I just <laughs> forgot uh, uh, his love interest in Twin Peaks. She died. Yes, she passed. That's what I was thinking. Gotcha. So whatever, um, it's a big thing. It ends on a helicopter. There's a lot. There's a fun part with a, a motorcycle and a sidecar, and there's, a, there's like we're trying to at least like do a little bit of bad boy stuff. Where it's like, wow, it's like an angry white guy's basement in here. There's a lot of guns here. I'm like, you're killing people on the regular bad boys. That's what sucks is because that line is great, except for the fact that it is preceded seconds before by that violence is what we do. Exactly. Like, it would be and that's what I mean by like this movie does not know what its opinion on modern law enforcement is. Nope. And it's a real problem. And uh, yeah, no, it's just whatever. Like, um, it kind of ends on a helicopter situation where it's like the end of the original of, of Batman 1989. <laughs> Two people <laughs> yeah, on a totally. fucking uh, on a helicopter rope, which is kind of something. Helicopter ladder, rather. Well, this is this is a great thing, and this is also it's a weird. This is a helicopter uh, centric action sequence on a bridge. Like I really was getting some like Mission Impossible three vibes here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's this guy Armando, and he's got a fucking rocket launcher, and yada yada. Uh, Zuelo like grabs onto the ladder, and he's like taking him to safety, and then Will Smith grabs onto the ladder at the last moment, and they're flying over the water, and it's kind of hilarious because. 
like he's trying to get a shot off on Will Smith is is Armando and this dude Zuelo is just in the way and you can they're like non-verbal like look I'm trying to shoot around would you get out come on will you just move and then finally Armando just giving up and you can see him do his shoulder sh- a shoulder shrug like eh fuck it and just shoots this dude in the head pretty great it's nice but then as uh, when they 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 find Zuelo <laughs> <laughs> I love it, <laughs> Steve. It took me way too long to figure out what you were doing. It's 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 a deep cut for no one. It, no, it's a good cut. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, but Mike Lowry also is about to like drop off this ladder, and uh, Armando utters the phrase "hasta el fuego," uh, which is something that Will Smith utters earlier in the movie. And you just Will Smith kind of is like, wait, what? And then falls off this ladder into the water, which this this was a bad impact shot on the water right here. Did you notice this? They definitely did not drop the stunt person from high enough because you see the body fall into the water. And Will Smith falls from it's supposed to be very high up. And the guy like barely gets under the water like he would drop Mm -hmm. through the water. This movie's shit. Yeah, some sloppy <laughs> shit right here, dude. Some sloppy yeah. shit. Yeah, it's some sloppy. I don't shit like happens. sloppy stunt work. <laughs> but that, yeah, it's like, oh, it's made up Spanish. I used to say it to this witch I used to date. No big deal. Maybe I got a kid. Okay. You know, but I that's... told you about that one woman I loved. Well, it turned out she was a witch. This is the whole speech that he gives. Basically, like ammo is being shut down because this whole thing is a bloodbath, and that's not what the Miami PD wants. And while they're doing that, he has a big uh, Will Smith is in a passion speech with Martin Lawrence. And it's this weird, like, the beginnings of Mike Lowry. And I'm like, the beginnings of who could give a shit? It's like, she taught me everything I know. How to dress, how to shoot, how to do. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You're a cop. I never questioned that. Dude, he uh, he goes, she made Mike Lowry. <laughs> and it's, it is kind of a funny response of Martin Lawrence going like, Oh, so that's why you always dress like a drug dealer? <laughs> she it was yeah. kind of funny. She turned. She uh, told me how to cast spells, make poisons, <laughs> talk to birds. Because yeah, they, they call her the Bruja, the witch, and it's like, uh. witch. So she's an actual witch, and it's Martin Lawrence does, and the movie does drag that joke right into the ground. It's kind of oh, funny. Oh my god! The first they ever two or three times he says it, but he really goes too far with it. The movie really goes too far with it. I'm not going to blame him on it. No, and it, it, so the whole horseshit thing is like when he was plucked out of the academy by Joey Pants, uh, you know, because nobody knew him yet on the street or whatever, they put him undercover to try to get to this drug dealer, which is this woman's husband who's now dead. Oh my God, it's like DiCaprio and The Departed. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right, dude, except hilariously, Will Smith's uh, undercover name was Ricky Rollins. I want that movie. <laughs> Uh, and also, you know, let's let's put aside some money for a little bit of a um, de-aging budget here. Not a ton because it's Will Smith. How about a flashback scene? A little something. Or like something, maybe like yeah. a golden shot. Like you'll see him from behind kind of a thing and he's doing stuff. That's a sort golden of shower? Golden shower. Yeah, he wants to get, he, gets, he gets peed on by this lady. Yeah. Is, uh, DJ- that's, that's how you stay youthful, dude. Yeah. You get peed on. Yeah, is DJ Khalid into that or no? <laughs> Yeah, know. that's the thing, dude. He will not go downtown on a lady, but he will he, get he, if, if he's the the faucet, if he is the golden showerer, he's <laughs> into he's it. The faucet, but, but if he, the faucet, <laughs> God, 
Damn. Way, no, I want to explore this more because I can't, like if this guy is saying my sex life is completely boring, I, 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 or, or is there other avenues? You know, like I don't know. Sure. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't need pussy, but I will pee on people. Yeah. But I will not be peed on. The king doesn't do um, that. Right. Yeah. He's the faucet, like you said. Yes, the faucet. <laughs> uh, so, and then, and then, <laughs> just like Bad Boys 2, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. The movie is pretty much, like, over with right here. If you ended it with, like, they all got shut down and it was a big disgrace, like, I'd kind of be <laughs> fine with it. But then the movie, whereas in, in Bad Boys 2, where it's like, okay, we got to start the third act. Let's just go to Cuba. This movie's like, okay, let's start the third act. Let's go to Mexico. The best thing about that first Bad Boys movie is that they are in the city of Miami the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It's so... And the fact that you just do the same exact structural maneuvering again in this script is infuriating. Well, well to be fair, they only invade incredibly evil places, <laughs> such as Cuba and Mexico City. That's the, you know... They're, they're, they're... I will say... Props to this movie. Credit where credit's due for not doing the traffic. Let's put the yellow filter on because we're <laughs> in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. true. I did appreciate that we could get some beautiful color in the country of Mexico. Um, but the oh man, but the whole the flight scene. I do not need airplane comedy in this movie. No. It's a lot, and it's where I'm looking at my watch already, and it's just so much. Like it's too much. So you you had sex with a witch? Was she on a broom the whole time? What was the witch doing? Did she eat an eye of newt? You know, witch jokes. Martin Lawrence got like a fucking blue index cards. Like one of these is gonna work. Hold on, just sit, sit there. So one of these is gonna work. I guarantee you're gonna laugh. What? What'd she do? She eat Anya Taylor Joyce's little you know, sister or what? <laughs> <laughs> Martin Lawrence is just chucking the blue cards all across the airplane cabin. One of these has to work. Um, but oh, also around there though is the insane thing where he's like, uh, "So hey, uh, Mike Lowry, what are you gonna do? Like once you you find your son, he's like, I'm gonna kill him. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna murder that guy. You better believe I've marked my own son for death." <laughs> Oh, Marcus, Come on. Marcus, you're going to have to stop for a minute here. I just got myself hard thinking about killing my son. Oh, okay. You're going to have to leave, man. Ooh, ooh. You know, hey, Marcus, you know how I love to end bloodlines? It's like one of my things. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 the idea to end my own bloodline, Marcus. Ooh, I'm getting goosebumps. Feel it. Feel it, Marcus. Goosebumps. It actually feels like the liquid in my balls is boiling. That's how hot this is. It's Marcus, it's almost, think of it this way. It's almost like murdering my entire family <laughs> i made my family disappear <laughs> uh so we we get to mexico and they meet up this was a confusing thing and i guess i don't know if it's a reference to part two part one or just nothing do you catch where so the there's a guy that they meet hooks him up with a a lady who, you know, they, they have like, you know, access to guns, this, that, and the other thing. The guy throws out this line, like he's on his way out. He shakes hands with Will Smith and he goes, "This makes us even for Miami." Oh yeah, I don't know what is, that means. It, are you talking? Is I forget. Is the tall uh, uh, tech guy in this one? No, I don't think so. Because the the guy who was in the first one and the second one, I'm I'm surprised they didn't get back to him. That's who I thought you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, I I. 
I don't know what that line was supposed to be. I even rewound it. Huh. I was like, was I not paying attention to the start of the scene or something? He just goes, this makes us even for Miami, and then leaves the movie. Doesn't matter. Um, but of course, uh-oh, just like the second movie where they get to Cuba, and it's like, how are we going to do this alone? And then the team shows up. We're in Mexico. How are we going to do this alone? Oh, thank goodness. Ammo secretly followed Surpr- us here. Surprise, surprise. Ammo's a paramilitary organization. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. And there, there is some crazy line where, uh, you know, Will Smith says to Rita, like, how did you, you know, get access to all of this equipment and the weaponry and everything? And she's like, Oh, something, something, safe house, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you work for the Miami Police Department. What safe house in Mexico are we talking about? Well, she says, oh, something, something. The Mexico uh, Justice Department gave us these guns. But if we get killed, they don't know anything. But if we do the the job. The Justice Department? And or the police or something. Basically, the Mexican police wants this to happen, but they don't want to go. They're disavowing. So it's like sort of <laughs> vaguely sanctioned. Yeah. Now and now, by the way, it's an IMF mission. Exactly, <laughs> we're, we're going to be disavowed if we get I would, killed. I would like some face masks that could really amp the comedy because oh. it's bad boys. Where's the fucking comedy? And it's not witch jokes. Well, that's the thing. It, <laughs> no, definitely. Eventually, not. they should. Bad boys should go to FBI. <laughs> yeah, they should be. Fucking light them know, up. It, it should and it should be called. It should be the bad boys go to the FBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a Harold and Kumar called. thing. <laughs> I agree absolutely and like the FBI I could see oh well you guys are quite accomplished killers you know Turn- by the way uh, the other side of that I would watch a tight 87 minute movie about Will Smith and Martin Lawrence trying to find cheeseburgers oh, absolutely. absolutely I would watch a tight 86 movie called Bad Boys any of them <laughs> yeah it would be nice if I would watch a movie of them having fun rather than justifying like slaughter by these cops yes and, and, and again like we, I mean we just mentioned it but the crossing of international borders. What are we fucking doing? What are you yep. fucking doing? <laughs> it's Team America World Police, exactly. motherfucker. <laughs> it's just the worst. And so we have to go to the outskirts of town. There's an abandoned hotel where Mike is going to go meet up uh, with Isabel, I think her name yeah. is, um, our, our bruja here. And, um, you know, uh, ammo is going to like stand by and wait for the signal and everything. I and feel like we need more with her as well. Like, let's sure. explore this a little more than we do. Yeah, because, I mean, Will Smith has some line about, like, all right, I'll get in there, I'll keep her talking, blah, blah, blah. And he kind of doesn't. Like, it almost <laughs> immediately turns into a Mexican standoff They have, like, zero chemistry together despite, you know, I know he wasn't around for the kid, but, like, you'd think there would be some history. Well, he's like, oh, it's the only woman I ever loved. And it's like, well, hello, Rita. <laughs> and then she goes, <laughs> now watch my son grow. And she throws the thing and the guy turns into a huge thing. That's a Power Rangers joke. Oh. oh. Is Rita from the Power Rangers? Rita Repulsa, my friend. Okay, Don't worry I thought, about it. Yep. There's a character in this called Rita, so I got confused. I mean, if she, <laughs> if she summoned a ghost to attack Marcus or Mike, I'd believe it. I mean, I'd go with it at this point. Why not? Well, what's funny is after this like tidal wave of Martin Lawrence witch jokes that are all terrible, <laughs> the movie decides that for this final sequence here, this whole set piece at the end, they're going to photograph this woman as if she is indeed a witch. Yes. There is a scene or a shot in this scene where it cuts to her and like her her head 
jerks towards the direction of the characters, and as soon as it does, lightning strikes and thunder rumbles. Yeah. Get right out of well, here. Get right out of here. It's the afternoon when they show up, and then all of yeah. a sudden, <laughs> it, no, it really is that you show you see Martin Lawrence and the team walking through the you know golden hour, and then all of a sudden it's midnight and it's a thunderstorm. And I'm like, that sucks shit. <laughs> I, I guess I guess Will Smith does keep her talking. Though. I will say I was with it until uh, she turns uh, 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 Martin Lawrence into a mouse. Yeah, uh, that I thought was a little. I, thought, I was like, we're, we're at the end of the movie here. We don't have time for my, mice. Come on. You know, it's, it should have been a thing where she was doing some like Scooby Doo villain shit and like making people think that she had witch powers, and then. The bad boys pull back the curtain and really reveal what's going on. Sure, yes. it would be it would be something. Yeah, because the, the ending gets so muddy with all of the of the the very bad action. Yeah, this this sequence is not great, and you know a bunch of dudes come in here and you know they pull guns on on the bad boys and everything. It's a big standoff, and then ah uh, 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 here comes ammo, and including this guy is controlling this drone that now has a machine gun on it. Uh-huh. Why is the drone a character? This drone's <laughs> got more to do than some of the ammo members. I, I would have loved it if like it just like duct taped the gun on there. Like not like <laughs> any smoothness or anything like that. Just it just falls off like yeah. shit. I should ramshackle been. shit. No. I seriously think the drone has more to do than the Viking guy. I <laughs> no, really it definitely do. Does. <laughs> There is a part in here, like, I don't understand some of the filmmaking choices here. I've mentioned some of the bad editing. There's a moment here where I think it's Rita has a gun and there's, like, dudes on, like, a second level and she's on the ground floor. And she tilts her gun up towards these guys. And when she does it, do you guys remember the shot? The camera turns on its side and she starts walking to shoot these dudes and for like a split second, the camera starts following her and it looks like it's about to be a really cool, like filled with kinetic energy sort of tracking shot, but they just cut away from it. Like it's a very like obvious, uh, intentional camera move. And I was like, cool, what what a cool shot they're going to set up here. And then they just give up well, on it and cut away well, from it. Well, that shot's five seconds were up. Can't have it longer <laughs> for five seconds. I know, what I know man. It cannot happen. The, this editing, it is just atrocious. It's just atrocious. So they, you know, these, these, uh, the the Bruja and the boy here are trying to get away uh, in a helicopter, and Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are like, "All right, you got to shoot at the rotor." Blah blah blah. Martin Lawrence accidentally shoots the pilot, and it's a big like glass dome that they're under. The helicopter falls through. It's a whole thing, All CGI which isn't even look, that great. No. Yes, yeah, bad CGI. Absolutely. There's awesome. actually also I didn't mention earlier, but even at the start of the movie, I think ten in, ten minutes and thirty seconds in, I paused it at where Amanda like shoots the initial guys to start off the plot of the film. Yeah. CGI blood. It is in this. Yeah, it's uh, everywhere. Yeah, oh, oh. it's the same thing with Joey Pants too, and and, and and Will Smith. It's all CGI. Like nobody even got dirty making this movie. It's like, come on, can you just put blood on your fucking main character? Is it possible? Seriously, somebody outlawed squibs. I don't know who did it. <laughs> I gotta find the person who did this. They outlawed uh, it. I'd like to add another part to that anti-coronavirus uh, bill, or I should say pro-coronavirus bill. I would like <laughs> to also stop squibs. I, I bet you it I'm was tired him. of squibs. I bet you it was him, that piece of shit. That, like, absolutely. Uh, I've been talking to the vice president a lot about how he wants the bad squibs. 
I think it'll be a very good idea to take squibs away from leftist elite Hollywood. Another thing is that if you stream a movie and not on Netflix or Amazon, you go to jail for the rest of your life. <laughs> yes, that was in that bill. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Streaming These the COVID-19 fucking... relief bill that Mitch McConnell's Senate passed includes a thing where if you stream a movie on the internet, you could go to jail. You'll lose the right to vote. <laughs> You'll be, it's a felony. Uh, uh, I'm, I just just want everybody, everyone who is streaming uh, Black Mirror illegally, they're not voting for us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's what uh, it is. That's what it is. Because you know, QAnon's not a movie yet. <laughs> yeah, the people who are are voting for you are are doing bootleg streams of Ray Donovan. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a small amendment if you take Ray Donovan. It's okay. I'm just disgusted when I looked at all the statistics about uh, how many people were bootlegging blue bloods. Uh. <laughs> oh. Martin Lawrence getting fucking sliced up by this lady is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah well, it's so like they... The helicopter crashes, but they're okay, the two of them only. And now, like, all of the ammo, such as they are, disappear from the movie. Hey, Mike, look, the bullets bounce off of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they go. Yeah, I don't. I guess the, they, they run away because the helicopter fell. And it's, but, but I guess the bad boys are the only ones brave enough to stay behind. Sure, but then Rita comes back eventually. It yeah, was, she, she like my, Martin Lawrence. Like it looks like you knocked her out, but then uh oh. Um, and meanwhile, Will Smith is fighting his own son and like, choking him out, man. Choking him out. He can't. He can't do it though. You know, his, his heart grew when he was choking his son <laughs> to death. His heart grew two sizes. But then Marcus yep. screams out, "You must throw your son into Mordor." <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of look a little bit like the fucking it, volcano here, man. Weird. <laughs> oh, and then also when Martin Lawrence punches this woman in the face, he goes, let that be a lesson to your witch ass. Yeah. But this was, th- I just, I found it in my notes. This was what I was talking about. Like, she's out cold. They do a quick, sh- uh, like, they cut to her in close-up. Lightning and thunder happens, and her eyes open mm-hmm. is what it is. And it's like, yeah, you thought you defeated me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, am I watching bright right now? <laughs> Uh, better, you know, better movie, it, dude. Better yeah. movie. Kind of, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, so yeah, big, big whole standoff here. Isabel accidentally shoots this son. Uh, when she's going for Will Smith, she shoots Armando in in the shoulder. Um, and is it an accident or is it like this I think kid has gone bad? I think it's a little bit of both, and that she can't believe what she did is kind of the idea. Yeah. Oh, then you have to fucking finish it. Yeah. um but this you know it sucks because of the cgi but this woman falling off of this platform and getting like kind of impaled on the flaming helicopter wreckage is not too bad i was kind of expecting her to turn into a bunch of ravens yeah (laughs) i thought she'd become a dragon or something yeah that'd be pretty great uh and it's also because uh she's about to shoot will smith i think is the idea She's about to shoot Will Smith, and then uh, uh, Rita comes back, and 
really, really overkills it with this lady. I think she puts like eight in her chest. She's so jealous that <laughs> she's not the mother of Armando. It's a not. Right. It's that's my man kind of a kill, which is really stupid. Yeah, I would like yeah. her to have a character other than that's my man, even though he doesn't know it yet. That's what? my man. That's what she does this entire movie. Let's mm-hmm. give her what? something to do. Or, or they give her another thing to do. It's it's that's my man. And and then in the next scene, the next sequence, the last fucking bit of this, she's like, "That's my man, and he's gonna impregnate me." Oh, yep, boy. yep, yep. Because that's because that's the end of the adventure, and we're back at you know Martin Lawrence, uh, his like waterfront house, which I mean, like Will Smith is the rich one in this movie, but like, good lord. This house I, yeah. on the water, it's insane. I think Mike Lowry was being very kind. Of like, let's go in on a car wash together and, like, <laughs> you know, made him a little extra money. Yeah, Otherwise, maybe. he's on the take. I don't well, care. Yes, potentially, <laughs> for sure. Or, or, you know, we've been so damaged being millennial and under, they just fucking pulled up the ladder and said, eat fucking shit. Maybe. That's true. Martin Lawrence, you know, with, with a, just like... He got eight hundred dollars in his first check. He put four hundred dollars down in a house, and the rest he just used for food exactly. that week. <laughs> Houses used to be like under a thousand dollars. Sure, you in, get you get it yeah. back in the day, dude. You get a house in a vending machine. Exactly. <laughs> they just had the keys yeah, to a house in a vending machine. Just add water, like the little little sponge dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, Daddy Glover in that fuck in those Lethal Weapon movies, he had a house and a boat. On a cost salary. Right. Yes. I mean, this this was the way the world used to be. There, you you know, we haven't risen the minimum wage in like what, thirty years? Anyway. Something like that. Is um is uh is Murtaugh's boat comically sunk in any of those movies? I think, I think in the, f- the third one, when Joe Pesci is trying to kill the shark, or is that the fourth one? Oh, I couldn't tell you. He's, there, there's a shark, jaws. there's a shark on the boat. And they're it's trying not, to kill a, the shark, and oh, they sink the boat while trying to kill the shark. Well, okay, I think that's part three. Whatever Leo wants, Leo gets. Yeah, that's true. With his dumbass blonde hair in that movie. Uh, so yeah, so we're we're having this is this is the most Fast and the Furious of the whole film because it's a the family has gathered for some sort of. It's not quite <sighs> like a cookout. Like nobody's got like barbecue chicken on the grill or something like that. But it is like. There's a little bit of a spread. Yes. We're all toasting to the grand we, Mexican adventure we, we just we had. Stop it, Dad. The the big dude from the Viking show is just like, duh, could you believe it that I need therapy? Maybe oh, we could yep. do a group session sometime. Isn't that something? <laughs> <laughs> like, my God, I had no, no clue that Viking show just accepted any white piece of paper that walked in the room. <laughs> I was really mad. Yeah, me, I, I was going to say the jealousy started seeping here, Eric, a little bit. <laughs> no, like, just a little bit. I'm not it's, saying anything. I'm just saying it's seeping sure. in. But 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 Chris, this guy fucking sucks I, in this movie. I agree. Well, yeah, the funny I, thing, I'd be though, upset uh, if there was a TV show about swarthy, creepy weirdos and I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll find a British documentary soon that'll call you. Up. <laughs> Uh, the weird thing about that line, though, but with the therapy is he's saying, like, hey, guys, so I'm in therapy for my problems, and it's really helping. And my therapist thinks it would be helpful to me yes. if we did a group session. And they're like, yeah, sure, definitely not. Fuck that guy. <laughs> like, wow, way to stand by your yeah, partner. I couldn't even tell, like, are they doing this, like, 
oh no look it's 2020 the world has changed therapy is fine that's cool man are they trying to do a wishy-washy bullshit message like that or is it just a straight up joke Even- it's a straight up joke because they oh, say God. yes most definitely and the second he turns around they all do a like we're gonna look to the side and be like what's with that guy yeah, the Herman's head joke. crazy what did you say, Steve? It's a Herman's head joke. It's like a 90s therapy. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I mean, they, they don't say, because I think the, some lawyer from Paramount was like, all right, I'm watching this scene. If somebody says family is everything, I will sue. Okay, they don't say it. Yep. Yeah, family. Uh, uh, re- oh God, family is all. Can we? Can we sue? Can we sue <laughs> family think, is all. I do think family is mentioned a few times. It is. Uh-huh. It's just. It's reprehensible. Um. Let's. Uh, Rita has been promoted to the new captain, so she's taken up the Joey Pants mantle here for the Ammo TV show. <laughs> <laughs> um. And again, though, like this is another Martin Lawrence is like. All right, like I. Listen, I'm in it. Will Smith is like, listen, man, you help me out if you want to retire, yada, yada. And he's like, nope, I'm back in it. Don't worry about it, Mike Lowry, to the end. I'm with it. And I'm like, let this poor man ease into retirement. It is just insane. And like, by the time they get this next one out, if the two of them are even in it and it's not just the ammo show, I have no idea. I didn't even know a fourth movie was greenlit. Like, Martin Lawrence is going to be 60 years old, probably. <laughs> like, come on. Well, he's only three years older than Will Smith, but he had a different kind of path there. But even but even still, and I totally agree with you, he should just be retired and just stop it already. Well, you know, yeah. if we're doing Indiana Jones at 95 years old, we're doing bad boys all the way up, too. Uh-huh. And I don't want that either. No, I don't Let either. Let that poor man fucking retire. Yeah. It's so dumb. Um. But yeah, so then yeah, this is what Chris you were talking about like Martin Lawrence um and and Teresa Will Smith gets him a gift certificate to go to a spa because of events previously in the film to say sorry uh. and you know it's like uh-oh Will Smith's babysitting the kids he's like yeah me and the ammo team got it and uh Rita's like wow you look really good holding that baby ooh shit well, my loins The other thing is there is uh Marcus and his wife going to the spa means they're also going to fuck. Yes, yes like, because they had some time away. Because that's a whole thing about like, you know, Will Smith's making fun of him. Like, oh, you've been married for twenty six happy years, huh? When was the last time you had sex? <laughs> and also, and also, as if it's nineteen ninety five all over again. Viagra jokes, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Got to get them in there. That's still fucking you've, funny after 25 you've years. You've been married for 20 years. Do you even still kill people and dismember <laughs> them and get rid of the evidence at night? <laughs> no, but I am still going to the morgue and touching dead tits like the last you movie. You've changed, man. <laughs> Wait, you're touching dead tits, but you're not killing them first? Weird. That's stolen valor, dude. That's sick. That's <laughs> sick, I tell you. Um, and that's the end of the movie with two dumbass, like back to back almost like not, I'm not even going to say like mid roll. It's like the movie ends, the credits start, stop immediately for this stinger scene of Will Smith visiting Armando in jail. 
And it's like clearly Armando is like warm to him a little bit. Will Smith is holding a file and, you know, Armando's like, I'm doing all right in here, you know, doing my time. It's going to be a long time. And then Will Smith is like, say, what if it wasn't as much time? Are you interested? (laughs) Dumbass sequel setup of some kind there. And then we're putting in, I thought it was the start of a gag reel right here. It's just... and I want to make sure. Did you guys all have this with the what Martin Lawrence bit? Yes. Uh, would you fuck a witch without a condom? And then this poor guy is like, "I would not." And he goes, "He would not, Mike." That is Ooh. the last exchange of dialogue in this movie. I, I did not even notice it. You know what? I watched the 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 in jail sequence, and I was like, "All right, turn that TV off." Yes. Yeah. We cut back to the airplane for no reason. It's just it's like one joke that was just so damn good. We need it's, it's one more witch joke, which you needed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, just put it in with the rest of them. <laughs> exactly. If you love it you know so what? much. It's like two seconds. The movie's already two hours and four minutes. Just dump it in the back with the rest of the airplane humor. I, I, I hate the Armando stinger. Like, just fucking end the movie. Like, if you're going to yep. redeem him, redeem him the next movie, which you will, which also is a very Fast and Furious thing. Like, oh, you can kill her best friends, but oops. Now you're, yep. but you were popular enough. Now you're part of the team. That's a fucking dipshit Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw thing or whatever. Yeah. So, like, like that's fine. Just do that in the next movie. You know what I mean? Like, do that work. That scene could be the first scene in your next movie. At the very least, at the end of this movie, like, I'm like the bad guy has been taken care of. Got it. I, yes. I would have preferred him as like the Hannibal Lecter. He's the villain now. Like they spent yeah. an hour fucking around and doing jack shit in the start of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Do that at the start of your next movie and set up Armando, the greatest guy that ever lived. And and here's the thing about this setup, right? Like this kind of a just little button on the end of your movie kind of scene works for like uh is it the end of the first X-Men movie where he's in the plastic prison? Yes. You should have killed me when you had the chance, yeah. Charles. That whole thing. Well, yeah. Well, he doesn't say that, but it's it's them playing chess at the beginning, at the end of the the X Men movie. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. but that scene, right? And that works because it's two huge stars, sure. and there's like something. This is Will Smith and just some other dude <laughs> that I don't care about. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have the same weight to it. No one was like, "Oh, awesome! They're going to work together in another movie," or what? You know, whatever wait, that wait, is. Wait a second. Wait a second. Armando? Armando's coming back? <laughs> Holy shit. Sign Holy me up. Oh, man. Yeah. Armando just joined ammo, folks. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I better twist. I better jerk off into my mouth because Armando fucking joined <laughs> ammo. Holy shit. I enjoyed bad boys for life. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. Oh. And that is the end of this movie. Uh, would anyone recommend it? No, uh, yeah, I just, I mean, what I liked about the first, the first movie, which I've not seen the second movie, and I, I mean, I, I grew up on Bad Boys, like, that was a movie that I, as a kid, I love, Fat Kid in Basketball Shorts, I think I say that, uh, in, in our episode on Patreon, but, like, I just, I grew up on that movie, I watched it a billion times, and I loved, A, the interplay, B, the jokes, and C, the action, and none of that's here, it's just, we're, it's the Will Smith show, and Will Smith doesn't even care that much, so it's a big no for me. Steve, can I ask you what the hell you were doing in July of 2003 that you didn't see the second movie if you were such a big Bad Boys 1 fan? I don't know. I, I just I smelled it coming a mile away. I was like, nah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Eric, I think I know which way the wind's blowing with you, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, it's a no for me. But by the way, I mean, again, I'm reiterating, dude, it's totally cool to like this movie, man. I think it's awesome. <laughs> 
no, but in all seriousness, it's totally fine to like it. I don't. I think it's boring and tedious. I even think you know the action scenes just started to gleam over as being repetitive. Ah, I just think the magic is gone. So uh, it's a no yeah. for me. Chris Cam. I think the uh, bad boys for life stands are still going to come for you, Eric. So just prepare yourself. <laughs> they are, dude. They're they gonna, are, the, the, the onslaughting hordes. Um, <laughs> the quiver is in the bow or whatever <laughs> archery. Indeed. Uh, no, don't see this. This is terrible. Uh, we did miss one. Happy Anderson from Mindhunter is in this for one oh, right. oh, right. The coked out of can. And he says something about like fast food, fuck your face or something like that. <laughs> and that, that line just stuck with me. Oh, I will fast food fist. That's yes. There we go. That's just that's poetry, really. Um, The other thing I have to say is this team uh, is next going to do the new Beverly Hills Cop. So uh, say goodbye to that. Welcome to Garbageville. Um, Yes, of course. They got a. They got a. What are we doing there? Axel Foley Jr. Or is it a? I think it's him. I think it's Eddie Murphy. Oh, it's Eddie. I think he's back. Because for a while, wasn't it supposed to be like his kid and it was going to be they, like Lamorne Morris they, or something? They have been trying to get this fucking fourth Beverly Hills yes. Cop movie made for so long at this point. Every co- yeah. There were aliens at one point. Like there was <laughs> a, a, vampires, I'm <laughs> sure. Like I, at every point, they had some <laughs> different version of how this would work. And they, yeah. just until you know, now. I think, I think the, the, uh, the uh, not, also that franchise as well as this, this franchise can be really heightened, especially in the comedy realm. Yes. By people born in uh, the late 1980s that don't that didn't speak English until recently. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> well, well, I will say since it's these guys doing it, I will call it right now. Judge Reinhold's getting one in the neck. <laughs> I'm into that, dude. Oh, oh, you just you just sold the ticket. You sold one <laughs> ticket. All right, I take back everything I said. <laughs> You know what though? It'll be a CGI square. Yeah, we'll have a problem with it. Um, yeah, I guess you know if you're a huge fan of the Bad Boys franchise and you haven't watched it yet, I mean, yeah, watch it because you might like it. Right? It's literally fifty fifty. Um, it. The, I will say the first time I watched this movie, um, it was kind of like right when it hit VOD because I think this was another one of those movies where it was like. Yes, it came out in January, but like, uh-oh, the pandemic, let's rush and get it on PVOD yeah. a little faster. And we watched it because like uh, Chelsea grew up in Miami, so you know, we wanted to check out like what they were doing with filming the city and everything. And I thought it was like okay. Like I didn't hate it. I don't hate it now, but watching it a second time, I was like, this just is not a bad boys movie. I I just I had way more problems with it this time. But really, this whole notion of like we're we're dragging up you know, it's a sequel from shit you haven't seen in almost 20 years, and we have to assign a little squad of newbies to them. I don't like this. <laughs> like, if you're doing that, you need to have some people that can carry a movie on their own. Like, when you're casting for that, it's like, all right, it's going to be this, like, bullshit, you know, young blood squad thing. Let's cast people. And if you look at just that cast, could that make an interesting movie? And that's not the case with these people. They're all just not great. I know Vanessa Hudgens is huge and everything, but like, not she's, great. Not I mean, great. she's good, but like, all you have her doing is being like, oh my God, it's Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett. <laughs> it's, yeah, the, the fangirl part of it is dumb. So I would not recommend it to people like just, you know, looking at the franchise for the first time or something like that. Because uh, it's a shell of what it was and man if you are making bad boys 2 look awesome that's a problem yeah, too. Not good. 
Uh, oh, man. But that is Bad Boys for Life, directed by Adil and Bilal. I guess we'll see them with Beverly Hills Cop, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully not. Um, if you want more We Hate Movies, though, of course, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. We got a lot of exclusive content on there this month, uh, including a We Love Movies episode all about Birds of Prey. Uh, we got, what, Star Wars Holiday Special Lego Edition for Animation Damnation. That's right. Uh, we got uh, uh, our uh, our good friend Mr. Bones on the Gleep Glossary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Snap Wexley's mm-hmm. droid that he put real bones on for some That's reason. That's right. And we, we're back to the regular schedule on The Nexus, which is our Star Trek recap podcast. We talk about an episode of uh, the, uh, the original series and The Next Generation back to back every episode. There's been... Uh, a lot of them over 50 now so crazy shit you know if you haven't signed up to that eighth level there's also commentary tracks there's diehard mentary came out recently commando mentary the twilight series there's a lot to explore on that patreon page that's right so if you are just finding us here now because you're a fan of bad boys sorry thanks thanks for tuning in but check out that other stuff too right uh now as always here on we hate movies next tuesday there will be a brand spanking new episode uh ready for you all to download and steve sadek we're not in worst of 2020 month anymore so what is going on for the first episode of february 2021 it's much like the catholic church we go to regular time or ordinary time they call it (laughs) ordinary time yeah uh which is uh february and we're kicking it off miyagi please show yourself it's karate kid part two Oh, shit. And, you know, I'm confident, uh, not counting the remake, this covers the original franchise. Mm, we'll have done episodes on yeah. all four Mr. Miyagi uh, That's correct. Yeah. movies. Yeah, and, you know, uh, Cobra Kai came out recently, season three. So, any of you Kai heads, uh, That's right. tune in next week. Is that what fans of Cobra Kai are called, Kai heads? That's what I just said. I hope so. well you know what dude i think we should get it started on the internet if that's not the case uh but until next week when we settle a blood feud with karate kid part two i'm andrew jupin steven sadak eric sisko chris gavin take it easy That was a HeadGum Podcast.